Hello everyone, welcome to the Patches In podcast, or welcome back if you're one of our few listeners. Uh, we're doing alright, we're doing alright. Don't don't turn off. Please. Uh, <laughs> I promise we're good sometimes. If you get uh, to the end, there's a prize. I mean, there is actually going to be a prize, as, as Will said, Hugh. I wasn't going to tell you this, because one of you is going to hate it. But there's going to be a, a, wee, a wee special segment I'm thinking of introducing. I'm going to have a wee try and run today. And uh, one of you is going to sound like a complete idiot. Nothing too bad, don't worry. Nothing worse than you have said. Worse okay. than you? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, not worse <laughs> than me. But <laughs> I don't know. I'll have a few more cans and I'll see. <laughs> so I'm your host, Hamish, and I'm here with the boys, Hugh. Hi, guys. And Dom. Hello. Someone's blowing up already. Uh, Dom's uh, so popular. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Dom, just check your messages when we're recording. Yeah, sorry. I never do that. You never do it. Your phone's right there. You're right there. Seen. This has notes and actual films. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got so defensive, didn't I? Oh, well. It's good. So. Did, did we talk about yeah, so, 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 yeah. so, so. <laughs> so. Oh, a good podcast? It's <laughs> a good, good start. Listenable. <laughs> yeah. Like, so let's give give us something to listen to here then. What have you been up to recently? Do you know what? I have tried my best to play games lately, right? It's not that difficult, mate. No, honestly, Atomic Heart came... <laughs> you motherfucker, that was a bit, that's a bit flying here, fucking... Uh, monologue I've only just opened one but now I'm tempted to wait for him to start again and open this next (laughs) one fuck you I'm just going to power through I wanted to play Atomic Heart Uh Uh, I started that like I just didn't have time to get fully like entrenched in this like from what I'm hearing a kind of shittier version of Bioshock (laughs) yeah uh, basically but I want to give it a try and I'm sitting like I've started to beat uh, Final Fantasy uh, I bought Like a Dragonation. I started that a little bit and I was like, oh, that's really fucking cool. I want to play this. And then Metroid Prime uh, Remaster and all the other shit that comes out. And it, I st- obviously, I start, I say obviously, like everybody knows, but I started a new job this week. So I've been kind of like back and forth doing different things. I've watched more movies and TV shows because it's much easier just to fucking turn something on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, uh, I'm, if I'm working a lot or whatever and I'm tired, it's, it's just. I don't have the mental capacity to just, you know, get engrossed in a game, so putting something on is usually easier. But mm-hmm. And you, you've got limited mental capacity Mate, as it is, so... My, my work day just takes up so much of it. Like, there's so much, like, like reading today. Mm. You and me, I don't... Like, What's this? In the toilet, on your phone? <laughs> Actually, the, <laughs> signals, the, the signal's pretty shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes down to 4G now. How am I meant to get, like, f- uh, 4K YouTube videos? Are you working in a cave, mate? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I've been watching King of the Hill, boys. Oh, God yeah. damn it, Bobby. Do you know what? I, like, I've seen episodes of this show, like everyone has over the years. I've never sat down and actually watched it one mm. after the other. And... Uh, properly paid attention to it because it was always a background show it was on channel 4 all that. Like, yeah. it, it was like everyone just assumed it was like a shittier Simpsons like everyone did about animated TV shows shittier Simpsons this show's fucking brilliant by the way I'm mm. like middle of season 2 when you're younger you go oh Bobby's funny like oh I'm a kid and Bobby's funny and now you're like god I'm getting to nearly f- fucking uh Hanks it. I was gonna say Frank. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, you get, you get the, like, <laughs> and I was just like, this is fucking brilliant. I just love this show. And then Dale, Dale's like one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And how like every episode is just his fucking wife leaving with John Redcorn, and you're like, <laughs> and you're just like, how does he never find it? Don't ever tell me if he does, right? I'll figure mm. it out by myself. There's thirteen seasons. 
which I thought was a lot. Yeah, Did you have finished it, I mean, in 2010? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's coming it, was, back. it was going for a good long time there. Yeah. It's coming back. It's coming back. I think it was about 13 seasons it was going on for. Like, yeah. That sounds Thanks like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you listened to me. <laughs> no, I'm just looking it up. <laughs> uh, the first season's a bit... Uh, well, it might be the the version I got, but the first season's a little rough looking. Yeah, because it's, it's just Mike Judd said himself like he was a bit fatigued from all of the Beavis and Butthead stuff. Yeah. So to go into something like taking one of the car, uh, one of the characters that he had in Beavis and Butthead and sort of molding to someone from Texas, um, you know, from is it Arlen? Arlen, Texas. Arlen, Texas. Uh, um, yeah, it's just great. Hank is such a. You know he's a he's a he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. But he's got his like his issues and stuff, and it's always fun just seeing how he exposed. Like Peggy is Peggy's interest. She gets she be, develops. What? Peggy's a cow. Yeah, yeah. So Peg, you'll see this. You'll see a moment that will happen where Peggy will just suddenly flip into being this like weird. She's quite a supportive possess- wife and mother right now. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a moment that happens and people Seriously. pinpoint it and go, "This is the moment that this happened." And um, once. Once the episode happens and it come, she comes out of it, you're like, man, she's just turned into a bit of a bitch. It's very odd. It's That's very weird. Odd. Like, uh, Bobby is weird. I love he's, Bobby. He's, he's, he's just hilarious. I don't think you'd like this. <laughs> <laughs> the music. <laughs> well, I like listening to that kid's music. <laughs> God, it's all toilet water. <laughs> I love it's, it. It's, like, that, it's like watching an episode. I know, it's like, like, a really, like, really bad episode. <laughs> uh, it's just like, uh, obviously at the beginning, it's Hank and Luan, like that, like, that he just has no idea how to deal with like a teenage girl. Yeah. He's like, like I think she he came out of uh, the bedroom one morning and like didn't have his glasses on. He was like, oh hi honey and stuff like that. And she was like, oh hi Uncle Hank. And he's like, wait wait what? Like, Luan? <laughs> like obviously that's his accent. Wait wait what? Luan. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking show though. Definitely watch it. It has not aged. Imagine, At all. imagine a king of the hill, but it was like Bon Hill. <laughs> king of Bon Hill. Then he would have that accent. I know, I know a guy that called himself the King of Bon Hill. Uh, he was an idiot though. He ran, ran that hill, didn't he? He ran the hill. Couldn't, Not couldn't run the hill. No. Run the hill. <laughs> it was also, easier. It was easier to say it. Also, no one liked him in the hill, yeah. like or knew who he was. Uh, anyway, the show hasn't aged at all. There is no point where I've went. Ah, they're showing it's aged there. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it stayed away for like pop culture. It stayed away for like technology and stuff like. That. It was very much just, well, so far it's very much just this weird wee family in street yeah. in in the suburbs of Texas somewhere. It's it is so much fun to watch and it's so quick and like light to watch as well. So mm. thumbs up on King of the Hill. By the way, nice. if you didn't know, thanks for that contemporary opinion here. But like, <laughs> have you met Hank's dad yet? Yes, oh, mate, he lost his shins yeah. in Vietnam. Is it the career of Vietnam? I keep feeding me. Oh, mate, he's so fucking good. He is amazing. He's one of God, my you're girls. so ugly, Hank. He's, he's, he's so mean to Hank as well. Like, he takes uh, Bobby to a, a fucking brothel, doesn't he? Yeah, what, yeah. What he thinks is a brothel. He thinks it's a brothel, but it's... Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It's, Timeless, mate. Timeless. Yeah. Uh, we only started watching it again, I think, because the announcement did come out that they're uh, doing in our season Hulu's uh, asking it to come back because Beavis and Butthead was so successful uh, this never ending uh, reboot capitalist hell that we live in yeah well they can never try it new because you well, know, it might Mike, fail Mike Judd said he came out and was wanting to do something with Hank um, and was the, cast, the cast of uh, King of the Hill he was like well maybe we could do something about the whole thing with Donald Trump because it says like how would how would Hank Hill deal with something like that having a celebrity president because I don't think a, Hank would like Donald Trump no well see the goal later on because like, he's always been quite conservative yeah, and then uh, he met George W. Bush, 
there's an episode of the guy where he shakes his hand but he's like he got a weak handshake no oh, and he just changes his whole perspective <laughs> I'm like this is amazing but like Donald like, uh, I'm not going to get any uh, like Donald Trump too much but like he's like a New York celebrity liberal guy who a guy from Texas shouldn't really like a guy like Hank shouldn't really like yeah. connect with he'd, yeah, he'd look at him as a weirdo like it's not the stereotypical Texas conservative yeah. uh, well what we would think because like we're ignorant to the fact I mean, that we don't, we don't know about I mean American all of those consume American culture pretty yeah. much constantly because of American hegemony around it. never mind politics again <laughs> anyway you see uh, me glaze over there like, huh? Kane uh, Hill fantastic yeah. you mentioned uh, Atomic Heart there a wee bit have you had a chance to yes, play it yes yeah. a couple of hours so what, um, what was your thoughts on it like there's a few there's a few moments I was like what is this trying to be like Bioshock. I'm assuming it's going to be yeah like a, a Bioshock but out, outdoors and there was a wee bit of like horror elements with like the robots turning and stuff you're trying to spark uh, I know you've seen <laughs> I, I, I was trying to open my iron brew bottle loudly. shake it up shake it up no, really, I like, I really like it fuzzy <laughs> I like it fuzzy um, like I've just got to the bit where the um, what was her name ma'am like Queenie basically Elizabeth II shows up um I can't get away from her. Yeah, she's just she's there. She gives you like I gives you a gun and goes like, ah, there you go. It was a bit near, near the start of the game. Oh, the old crash. women, yeah. yeah the she looks a bit like she looks oh. a bit like uh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, it's like British simulator. Like, everyone knows when you're British. Like, there's a certain age. You go to the Queen. She gives you a gun. Yeah, it's Soviet simulator, mate. It's, it's very pro-Soviet. What do you say? It is pro-Soviet. <laughs> what do you say, boys? Like, I didn't know this. And it's like see the way they say comrade always makes me feel like comrade. These yeah, are, com- it's very comrade, comrade, comrade. Uh, yeah, I'm like. Oh, it didn't sit right with me, but then I think it's because it's like it's the, an American. Do like foreigners? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, visually, the game's beautiful looking. Yeah, like, it's absolutely. But like, see, some of the moments where you like you know, uh, you get you travel down to like where your mission is, and you're coming from the city in the sky, and you're sort of seeing like the landscape, which I'm assuming is Russia. I'm assuming. I think so. Like, yeah, it's, it's like forests yeah. and so. I'm like, I know there's forests in Russia, but I was like, ah, oh, there's not enough snow here. We've got the <laughs> you know, but, but uh, I don't it's, know. Where it's the a big is. place. It's like, it's like, oh god, damn it, Tom, doing well, guys. I made a funny face there because I didn't know there was a city in the sky, and I was like, how Bioshock are we going here? Like, yeah. How many layers of Bioshock are we here? It is yeah. pretty Bioshock, but I remember when I first played Bioshock. I think. Well, if it pulls it off, no, it's yeah. definitely not. But mm-hmm. when I played Bioshock, I was like immediately drawn in, and I tried Atomic Heart, and I just. But it just wasn't doing it for me at all. Yeah. Like maybe I need to give it a bit more time. But yeah. we need that bioshock. I, I had no, I had no inclination to go back to it after I stopped playing it. You where, where the boots did you stop in the atomic heart? Uh, so like, did you get to the vending machine where you can upgrade your guns and it tries to have sex with you? No. Okay, you've not got that. Yeah, yeah. The the robot becomes like so. There's a basically like a fridge that like you use. You've got this sort of like uh, this. Thing in your hand that yeah, talks you got a wee, to you. Wee glove that's got like we like It's got a bit of a personality, yeah. Um, and you can upgrade like uh, so you can have like powers and stuff. Or like, yeah. I mean, like the concept's pretty great. I like yeah. the idea mm. that it's like using futuristic their version of futuristic robots and stuff. So it's all the ones that look very much like hello, how are you doing? Oh, yeah. And they've all got the same genetic face, but the eyes keep it look. They just look at you when no matter which way you go, they just stare at you. They don't blink or anything, so it's quite unsettling. Mm-hmm. But there's a I mean, it's basically where you go to upgrade your weapons and your uh, your ammo and your gear, but the yeah, the machine's very much like 
just is a bit over overly affectionate about you. He's like, oh, just take me, like, just take that thing off your wrist and we can run away together and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> this is a bit... Because uh, mm. like, where Bioshock was more like the human element was still there because like little sister, you're help, either trying to help the little sister or take the Adam out of them. Yeah. Is that what I yeah. said? I've not played Bioshock in years, but there you go. Like, I've not played that in years, but I can remember Rapture, Big Daddy, mm. it was uh, so Little Sisters. Striking, though. Yeah. Like, the whole thing was that kind of... Mate, this is such a political podcast, right? Because Bioshock is a super political game, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. It's all based on, like, Ayn, Ayn Rand's fucking uh, Atlas Shrugged and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the concepts in it are, like... Uh, all for you or all for everyone type yeah. thing and that kind of like even if you didn't know any of that stuff that's still quite like gripping for yeah. you like that kind of like uh, binary of like oh like I want to get stronger or will I help type yeah. thing and then the actual kind of art deco-ness of like Rapture mm. that that brought me in because it was like bright and neon but at the same time it was kind of retro yeah like the kind of like remember Batman the animated series that kind of art deco look yeah mm. Plus the writing in Bioshock was unbelievable, yeah. and the gunplay was really fucking good. Like they, like they, they absolutely killed it with that. Yeah, game. It was solid on every aspect. Of in two thousand and seven, though, yeah, like this is twenty twenty three. I'm just dating us. Like that was sixteen fucking sixteen years ago. Bioshock, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can still remember like the the location, the visual for it. Like again, it's something that's such a unique under the sea. You know, under the sea, under the sea. Um, environment that you feel like could be explored more but no one really wants to touch it because how can you touch something as great as Rapture was well the Bioshock Infinite DLC tried it oh they did try to do it when it was pre before the start of yeah. Bioshock and it was it looked because everything was nice and lively and you're like hold on who cares about that so what are they missing then are they missing that kind of like setting because they're cool that's cool they kind of Soviet Soviet style artwork and stuff like that is that no is that no grabbing you as much as the kind of libertarian I, I think art I think it's more like I've noticed it a lot that you have to go up to everything individually in the text format and this is maybe just me nitpicking the text format is way too small for you to read so you need to go right up to a poster no, to so translate annoying. it and you're like uh, and then you're like it's very much like propaganda posters and stuff that are there but it's it's not I mean it's going to sound stupid it's not good propaganda posters it's like obvious propaganda posters you're like but is that because that's set for like World War 2 you know is this what this is what they used to have you know back when you know keep calm like we'd have oh, here so, so the so the the, the kind of surrounding world isn't quite real enough for you I think like it's just it's, very basic um, that's the thing it's not that it's not real I think it's just not too detailed. basic it's mm. too basic I, I think it also suffers because you know if this had came out at the same time as Bioshock, or around about that time, then it would have more of an impact, but we've kind of seen a lot of this before already. Yeah. And it is trying to be innovative and stuff like that, but I don't know, it's just it's just not got it. Beautiful looking game, though. Bioshock's one of them special games that they've really tried to... Like, Infinite tried to like, do it again. Bioshock 2, obviously. But, like, they can never really replicate that feeling of playing the first one, because <clears> the art design and the writing and then it just kind of was perfect at that time yeah even sh- even Bioshock 2 I, I don't think I finished it no really you know I, I started it and I was like yeah it's more of the same but I've already seen the same ah, you already, already played it you want something different I've yeah. only played the first one in Infinite yeah like, I, I, played, I played all, all three of them I really liked um, I did like Infinite up until like I think halfway through but it was because it's all to do with time stuff 
the story time traveling it gets a bit like anytime when you involve like time or parallel universes you need to have strong writing for it to be engaging there's like we like you know there's moments where you're just like, oh, I've seen that coming. Like, there was no big twist, and you're like, oh, right. well. To finish this Bioshock tangent, because we're not actually supposed to be talking about it, how annoying is it in Infinite that you don't actually ever get to fight that fucking bird? Yeah. Like, like yeah. it appears, and you're like, oh, that's going to be a really cool boss battle or a fucking a big set piece in the game. Yeah. But then. It's there to sort of protect Elizabeth, isn't it? So you're like, oh, well. I think it probably was meant to be in the game more, and maybe they ran out of money. Yeah, or the, budget, game, yeah. the game was a bit. Uh, production hell for a bit wasn't it oh yeah 100%. so they probably cut it anyway, I, I want to still play it I know you've said like there's cons to it but like it looks yeah. it looks so interesting to me that I actually want yeah. to there's there's pros, like, there is pros again like, as, as I said like to it it's got something there that I'm still like you know I'm still going to try mm. playing it I've only just played a couple hours though but um, yeah like I'd still like visually it's stunning it's got that horror element I think as well which is very Bioshock Revenant as well, like when you know you're fighting all the body horrors and that as well, but mm-hmm. but it's not that bad because it's it's robots. But later in, you'll see like there's humans hanging from um, the ceiling and stuff like that. There's people in half and all that, and the details quite uh, it's quite detailed for them. It is in a wee bit of hot water though. I don't know if you've heard the controversy mm. about it. Uh, Ukraine's is obviously not happy about it because it's it's very pro-Soviet, so it would be right up your street here. That doesn't make any sense though because. It's Rus- more Russia isn't Soviet now. Yeah, no. it's more like because it was developed in Russia as well. Well, it, it, it was uh, originally uh, the developers were from Russia, but then they now say that they're working out of Ukraine, and they're basically just being very vague on Twitter, saying like you know how where they stand on the the Russian invasion. Yeah, because they're in probably Ukraine in a really hard like place. Like if you said. I uh, I condemn Russia. You can never go back to your home. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And if you say I condemn. Oh, you'd, you'd like if you'd say anything against Ukraine, you're obviously treated like a pariah where you live and stuff like. Is like I don't like I, I'm not going to make any moral judgments on them because like we all live in countries that have done really horrible shit that we wouldn't want the blame for. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's really I find it really like, it's awful, awful what Russia's doing. This isn't a fucking news podcast, obviously, but it's awful what Russia's doing. But to blame individual Russians or maybe individual people living in that space mm. when our countries it's not what about it it's just saying that like it, it's kind of hypocr- hypocrisy from us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I still bought American games uh, when they invaded fucking Iraq, Iraq and Afghanistan yeah. and yeah. all the myriad of other countries they've fucking bombed so yeah hi American fans <laughs> your consumer your consumer uh, purchases do not affect politics in any way no yeah. they no. never do they never do so mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry too much about it and it's also about a um it's also just about a fucking propaganda. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, but that's not all. There's, there's also there's a couple of like robot twin women. They're like bodyguards yeah, of, of the bad guy. Of course, you have. They're, they're very curvaceous and yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I mean, robots are you know as long as they're shaped like women. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> is that they they seem to be resembling Yulia. Timoshenko, who's like a leader of a political party in Ukraine, like same hairstyle and stuff like that. Right. I think a lot of people are grasping at straws. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, a lot of people like to uh, like inject that there. So saying, so what you're saying is that's it's a, that's a weird one. thing. To, like even like it, it it would make more sense if it was like the president of Ukraine's like wife or something. Like yeah. That. Like and also <clears throat> a hairstyle. Is it a very pronounced? Like, is it a, a she the only I mean, one it's, with it? It's, is it's, it pronounced? It's like, fairly kind of. It's not unique, but it's 
No specific. Yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah. That may be a weird one, and I don't, I don't know what that would. Maybe I don't know. It was don't, on Game Pass, so we didn't technically pay for it. So yeah, we're uh, we, we not bad. contributing. There's either. a lot of performative stuff where this things like, oh, that that kind of looks like that. It's like the yeah. whole, it's like the whole fucking Hogwarts thing all over again. For yeah. all you know, as well, they literally just the designer saw that hair cut and thought, oh, that looks cool. And we'll even that, if and they that didn't, it does not make any difference to what's going on with Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. But also uh, in the save rooms, there's like wee cartoons you can watch. Uh-huh. And uh, people noticed that in one of them, there's a very kind of racist, like old Disney style racist uh, cartoon of like indigenous African people. Oh, right, okay. Uh, which is they're I've also not, I've never seen any of that. Yeah, but then again, like it was at the time when that was everywhere. Like, I mean, like go try some rooms and are they pro this? But at the same time, it's like you if you're going to you're going to try and make this as authentic as possible. You've kind of got to look at that and go, oh, that is, that's bad, but that's what was happened. That's what... Yeah, it depends on the context of the cartoon. Is the cartoon presented as something funny or is it presented as something from a... Bygone era? By a, no, by like a regime or a, a government or a, a time and place that... Yeah, are they just try to vilify people and yeah. be racist and say, by the way, these people are racist. Yeah. This is the this is the media they're producing. Yeah, Bio, like, yeah. Bioshock Infinite, remember they did that? Like that's like the big Maybe thing that. at the top. Like, you know, like uh, they had them uh, this this guy and uh, this black woman paraded out that you had to throw rocks at them. Like yeah. that was a little right away it was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because it's like this is this is what it's like. It's like what did they, they didn't say hicks in the sky, but they said something like Yeah, it was based the, on the Civil War in America, wasn't it? Yeah. Like So they're just like we're taking the slavery up into the sky and stuff and like this is how you, and then the posters are around there. So yeah, in in that vein it's context is key. God. It's just not a picture, it's just there like for people to like react to. A lot of people forget that. Mm. You know? If it's just randomly in the game. Oh yeah. It's right. fucking horrible. horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. But if it's presented as something that someone evil has or someone bad has done, then yeah. that it's evidence to... Sh- yeah, it's kind of going with the narrative of, like, they are a bad person. Here's bad person. another reason why they're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah. Like, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to force this, you know, this agenda no. on to people and saying this is okay to treat another human being like this. I haven't played the game, so I don't know the context of it yet. <laughs> so well, I'll play the game and I'll beat it, and I'll be like, nah, it was a race, as a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> but thank I, God it was on Game Pass. I got every achievement. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, enough of that... Uh, what politics, man? Political. So many yeah, like hot takes. Tangent. Uh, anything else that you've been up to? I watched a fantastic film. That, fantastic by the way, film. made me cry. Yeah, I, I seen it. Was it Cocaine Bear? Was it Cocaine Bear? Yeah. Uh, fuck that bear, by the way. Like, I've not seen Cocaine Bear yet, but I'm rooting for everybody. I've actually else. heard some good things. I've heard about really it. good things yeah. about it's it. It's got that guy from TikTok in it. You know the guy that like. He, he kind of he's got the mustache and like it's always like he's pretending to be the service worker and mm. it's like someone asks him a dumb question and he's and then he stands up and the music starts getting all dramatic. Yeah, you seen that guy? I don't think I've seen him. No, like, uh, he's like it's just like a, a customer asks a stupid question. He's like, well, why? Like, and he goes off on a tangent about why why would you ask that of a service worker? And mm. You're a dumb bitch. What's that got to do with cocaine or bears? He I think has turned that into an acting career. Oh right, I see. So he's pretty funny. I like these TikToks, but become an actor. Uh, anyway, the what, whale, what, what I watched the whale, the whale, the whale okay. with Brendan Fraser, and it was made by that guy that married Jennifer Lawrence. Down uh, Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Aye. Um, God, what a weird film, by the way. Did not expect this at all. Weird, how so? 
Um, just try, try not to go too much to spoilers because I do want to see this movie. Right, I won't spoil uh, spoilers is weird in this because there's not a lot to spoil. It's about the moments in the film. Mm. If you know what I mean. Mm. In the, in the, uh, I mean, they, they make it quite clear. Is is it not like a dad went to reconnect with his daughter or something like dad that? Dad went to reconnect with his daughter. The dad is Brendan Fraser, uh, who is fucking adorable. By the way, do you know? The thing with Brendan Fraser is, see every role he plays is a lovable role, right? George of the Jungle. That that was, you just loved him. You're like, what a fucking guy this is. Uh, he was in Scrubs as Ben. He was everyone's favorite character for a bit because he was so fun and nice. And then he had that really sad ending. Um, he was in the Mummy uh, trilogy yeah. that only everyone's only ever seen the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was great in that because he was like a new Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, he was in a few different kind of films after that and then he kind of disappeared because of all that controversy with him getting groped and stuff but like he brings like an innocence as this character because he plays a really obese man yeah and there's a lot of pity for like people uh, but like a lot of like uh, there's a lot of jokes to be made as well if you know what I mean like you could have really made this film like a really like an Eddie Murphy film you mm. know what I mean like making fun of his weight and stuff like that but they really showed it as something to be pitied yeah, and and they showed it as a a kind of compulsion, like an emotional compulsion, like all the eating and stuff. And it was like me, it was like hardly anything happened in the film properly, but like you just kind of like it's more about the dialogue. Watching this and, guy, uh, yeah. I don't want to go into the story too much, but um, it's quite a important point of his life, and that's why he's the way he is, right? I, I don't want to go into it because it's quite good when you. I say quite good. It's a very sad thing. It's interesting. Uh, and he's he leaves his wife and becomes estranged with his daughter. And his daughter's Sadie Sink. She's in Stranger Things. She's mm-hmm. the ginger lassie. Mm-hmm. She is fucking a pure cow in this, and she's so good at it. Like she plays like the worst kid ever. Like, and you can understand she feels like she's been abandoned by her dad mm. because he's like disappeared. But like, she is evil like she just does mean things to him and like <clears throat> because Brendan Fraser you're like what a wee bitch like <laughs> but then you, I think that's the, like a lot of the point is like remember he's the one that he's left, the one that hurt her yeah left her and yeah and uh like he's a kind of like guy he's a he's an English teacher and he always wants people to write so he's trying to always see the good and the, the honesty honesty is good to him like uh even if you're even if your like essay was good, if if he feels you weren't honest, then he's like, no, be honest. I want yeah. you to write something honest. So like, as long as people are honest, like, see when she she's gonna vent into him about how she fucking hates him, whatever. It hurts him, but I think he likes the honesty, mm-hmm. like, because he respects it. He, he respects it. He thinks that if you're honest, you're a good person, whatever. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. just moments. The, the film just kind of tracks him over a week, and um, I'm trying not to mention things obviously mm. uh, he's got a like a carer type person that comes in I can't remember the actress's name she's really good though she was in the menu as well as the waitress okay uh, can't remember her name I don't think it really matters what her name is anyway but she plays kind of like his conscience type thing or like his better uh, his better nature he's, he tries to encourage him and stuff like that a wee bit of kind of humanity left in him yeah or? Um, but like their relationship's really nice and stuff. Brendan Fraser's acting in this is really good. Like mm. you don't see like isn't he moving around obviously because he's a so beast man like yeah. in a beast in a way that he can hardly move. He he's got like a Zimmer frame and 
a wheelchair by the end of it mm-hmm. and it's all these facial expressions and hands and stuff like that and honestly the emotion like through the film was pure it was quite intense yeah and just really enjoyed it I really enjoyed watching Brendan Fraser again great actor and then watching this this story unfold because it's kind of like something every scene tells you something new mm. about his life and by the end of it obviously I don't want to go into the climax of the film or anything but everything comes together hey. and in the end the end kind of just happens mm. and you kind of leave the film feeling really fucking sad mm-hmm. and really like hopeful mm-hmm. as well. It's kind of like what, like Darnoff is good at that. It's all metaphors. Kind of bittersweet moment. Yeah, yeah. He's a metaphor king. That guy, like Mother, was all about fucking Earth and God and Mother Earth and all that shit. But like Mother Nature. But Mother God. there's a lot of like metaphors in this, obviously as well. Mm. It's it's just really fun um, it's, it's genuinely okay nah it's a solid really like it's a really good film when was I wouldn't say it was like great yeah. like because I don't know if this film has the parts to be great it's got great characters though mm. like it's not got a script that's too great it's got great characters if you had this film with lesser actors it would not hit as well mm-hmm. if someone else played that it was character a performance driven piece yes yeah. Brendan Fraser plays this mad vulnerable character and I like I cry at a lot of media right I'm very emotional can't control these emotions I'm just a guy you're crying right now and I'm greeting that's because I'm looking at Hamish he's like an onion uh, <laughs> someone at work calls me onion man <laughs> do they actually yeah that's because he's got so many onions. it's because he's got so many layers I was, I was literally cooking something which didn't have onions in it by the way <laughs> and she walked in and she was like is that onions and I was like no it's, I can't even remember what it was and she was like smells like onions and then she was like okay onion man and I was like <laughs> still very doesn't nice. even make sense you're like it's shallots <laughs> <laughs> anyway shallots or whatever you want to call them. anyway so uh, Hugh cries a lot yeah no like I, I kind of I had a wee tear at the end because I like met Brendan Fraser like it, like I've cried at, how many Brendan Fraser things have I cried at now like it's got to be three, George of the Jungle. Bedazzles. Uh, you cried at George of the Jungle? Yeah. Oh, his career did. <laughs> his career? Yeah, his career died after George of the Jungle. No. Which is all downhill. Oh, well, it's all downhill, but it was pretty high still. I mean, I think a lot it's of people... still a high hill. A lot of people seem to forget that he's been consistently working for a long time. Yeah, he was in Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol and stuff yeah. like I, think I think he still is. Like. He was unless Like, he should... like. I think people think he should have been, like, a top star. Yeah, yeah. Which, he, I think his talent... And how much people love him, Monkey Bone. You ever seen Monkey yeah, Bone? Yeah, Monkey Bone. Yeah, Monkey good. Bone, good. Yeah, yeah he was in uh, that. Uh, was it California Man as well? Yeah, yeah he's that. a frozen, frozen guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, that kind of rings a bell. Yeah, he comes. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was in that that Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi like Airheads. Like oh, it was called, yeah, like, was where it was like a three-piece band that uh, they ended up uh, hijacking a radio station. Yeah. So they could get their music to play. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah. That was like. But he's an instantly likable guy. Yeah. Like he's got charisma. Got the res boys. Got the re. That's my new hang. I don't even know what that meant for such a long time. But like, <laughs> that's I mean, it was probably out of date like five years ago. Know, you know, we're bringing it back, boys. Cringe, cringe podcast. Uh, <laughs> cringe cast. <laughs> so if you're into a bit of like kind of heavy film, heavy yeah. actors. Heavy, it's a heavy <laughs> film more than one. Oh <laughs> boy, it's all really fucking sad moments, but other times are really good. It's worth watching. So if you if you want a kind of actual movie that means something and is there's a bit of a yes. sentimentality to it then that's the Got a bit of way to it. I don't know if I'd want to watch it again. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those kinda of, oh fuck if I'm gonna into this again it's yeah, kinda like, Requiem for a Dream or Schindler's List is like you see it once it's and an you're like, oh, fuck. Film. like mm-hmm. it's, yeah that's what I mean. It's like you know 
he's got he's good at these one part uh, uh, aye, aye, like, that, that's enough yeah, I've yeah. seen it that's enough I get it yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. keep that with me I don't need to see that again I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. keep that, those lessons with me I want to see more Brendan Fraser in films mm. um, I want to see him in like roles he can kind of get stuck mm. into because that guy's got a lot of range and being an adorable lovable man yeah um, I Tom definitely watch it yeah uh, I'll watch it as well and we'll talk about it properly next yeah. Time. yeah I went yeah. to the cinema we'll talk about that at some point I went to see Ant-Man yeah, I, got, yeah. I got thoughts, but I got thoughts. Should I talk about that now? We'll talk I, about that later on. Right, okay, okay. Fuck, no, yeah. okay. fuck you then, man. Hey, I'm the host this week, right? Hostess with the mostest. Yeah, exactly. So we'll do as I fucking say. Anyway, Ant Man. Games, did you not play a bit of Vampire Survivors? Oh, so I did. Thanks for reminding me, Hamish. Uh, right. see, I can't quite. That's, that's I, actually, about notes. I actually prepare when I'm the host. You I, see. Again, right? Vampire Survivors is a game that you can switch on and play. It's like what I talked about with FIFA back in the day. Like you switch on, you play twenty minutes, well, twenty minutes, half an hour, and then you can turn it off. Yeah, I got addicted to this game pretty mm. quickly because of the 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 loop, mm. the constant upgradable loop. So give us a wee. What's it? It's what is a. It, it kind of looks eight bit, sixteen bit game. It's an indie game. It's on Game Pass. I think it's only about three pound on like Steam and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of different um, like YouTubers kind of contributed to it. I think. Uh, James Stephanie Sterling did a lot of other stuff oh, on it. Right, stuff okay. It's kind of a, a game that plays itself almost. Mm. So, like, you know, like a Bullet Hell shooter, right? Mm. Imagine you're a fucking Castlevania character. Yep. And you know all the Castlevania weapons. Yep. Like, they, they come flying out at a set pace with a set damage, and there's waves and waves of enemy, and you just have to move your character around and try and get the upgrades, get the money, like, mm. and then eventually you either get overwhelmed and die as you go up levels and collect things or death appears I think it's 20 minutes in and he just chases you around until he kills you but you can survive until he, he grabs yeah, you uh, just like life it's like a like a it's a metaphor to Darren Aronofsky uh, <laughs> <laughs> made this game <laughs> well like it play, it's a, what do they call it a self player or something like or a, it's, it's you just move you don't attack yeah you literally don't press a button to attack you just kill things depending on the, the style of your weapon yeah it's so a running gun pick, pick up the beat. I mean I, there's not even any gunning like the gunning is automatic yeah. you build you build a character so mm. like you, when you collect uh, gold there's like a menu at the beginning where you can add like things yeah you've got like permanent you upgrades with your gold yeah right consist through playthroughs and then when you kill things you get V gems which is XP and then you can choose a list of upgrades for this run basically yeah. right I didn't really get it until like my third or fourth run until I started really getting to the grips with the mechanics of the game mm-hmm. because I was trying to figure out right okay what's the what's the different builds I can use in a game where you only move it took you three or four it's, runs to it's not it out. super complex, but there was a, the 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 different the different items you can the, and uh, weapons you can get. Mm. So every time you level up, you get like a wee menu of random we- uh, the random weapons you can get, and you can like combine them, like evolve them at some point and stuff. Uh, so there's things like garlic, which gives you like a radius weapon. Mm-hmm. So like it's an area of attack, like uh, where yeah, it's literally just permanently around you. So ah, that's right, a really okay. good beginner, like start of the game weapon. Yeah, so like, you can just can't walk into things. Yeah. Uh, the the first kind of wave is bats, and yeah. you can literally just stand still. They come to you and they die, like yeah. In a lot of ways, it kind of felt similar to like 
like Hades when yeah that was a game I was thinking of when I, I was playing yeah. it there was, there was just kind of like certain power ups if you picked them or got them to a certain level you didn't really have to worry about it and you know so binding an Isaac Hades kind of game yeah where it's I like mean it, it obviously does get harder as the waves progress and yeah. stuff like that and you do need to be aware of things but the skill is in the build though isn't it yeah hey, you need to know what that should be the tackling skill in the build it's cause like it's random a lot of the time but there is that luck you can add to it yeah so like a lot of the time I was trying to do the build with garlic where I was running into things and then I was kind of like let's try and do a range build and I was using like there's a lightning one where there's four random lightning bolts on the screen yeah. and uh, there's like, is it like holy water and it, and it has like holy water drops on things and get them up to a certain level and you're just like destroying everything there's like 400 items on this uh, enemies on the screen and they're just going pop 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 they're popping like balloons mm. and I don't know what the 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 scientific thing is but there's a thing in my brain that goes this is fantastic yeah I just like clicked, just like, keep oh. going just keep going just keep going I think it's like you see because when I looked at it and the only reason that I really looked at it was you asked me oh have you played it because you had and I downloaded it and I thought I'll give it like one shot because it looks okay you know and then I tried it and then I was like I, and I, I, apart from the fact like eight achievements unlocked the first time I played yeah. it but um, I was like Ooh, maybe I can do a wee bit better than that this next run, you know. I think it's that just kind of like I can do a wee bit better than that. I was like, oh, see if I do it this uh, way, I can do a wee bit better. Right, the rinse and repeat. Yeah, kinda. like, but there's always like a kind of not even. It's like a personal progression, like beating your own kind of. So I've I've played it a lot, not not a lot, but I've played it like a few times, a lot more than I thought I would. It is quite addictive, and as you say, it's a good wee. I've only got twenty minutes, and then I need to. Go to work or whatever. Aye, whatever I, aye. I'll just fire one of the, those wee round to that on, you know. And I downloaded it on my, my laptop on uh, Game Pass on like Windows or whatever mm. it's called. Uh, I didn't even play it on the Xbox. Right. I just played it on the laptop because I was blue, like I was sitting, my Xbox in the spare room. I was sitting in the living room with uh, Sinead. And I was thinking, oh, there's a game I can play on my laptop really easily with just the keys on the keyboard. Yeah. Uh, and it was so, so much fun. Like, I got pure addicted to it and I was uh-huh. just like oh I need, I need to keep playing this game I don't know how much longer I'm going to play it though because yeah. I think I've got the most out of the loop that I kind of there's going to be diminishing with. diminishing returns eventually you're just yeah. going to be like ah, I've, I've had enough and there's weapons I just don't want to upgrade because I don't like them so <laughs> trying that way uh, game pass on PC try to like see what's out there mm. but like PC games are just so annoying <laughs> I'll be honest a lot of the time when I look at the Game Pass games on the PC I'll check the controller friendly ones yeah because even if I'm playing on a PC I just I'm more comfortable with a controller yeah there's a demo on Steam that I downloaded called Wandering Sword it's a game made in China and it's kind of like a like you know the 2D HD stuff mm. that Square Enix are doing mm. well this is someone else doing that hmm and it's like a strategy RPG and it looks really good the music sounds really good and I, I saw the trailer on YouTube and I downloaded it and it was keyboard and mouse only ah, right. and it's a strategy RPG so it's it's a grid based thing and yeah, I'm like you shouldn't really need but there was so many like you had to remember so many different keys for different things and I was like I want a controller I'm such a fucking layman with this that I want a controller <laughs> yeah. I think there's ways and means it's only a demo for now so I'm hoping they can uh, include it later it. on yeah. right, I probably but, will it shows you man I'm like I'm just like oh, remember to press the E key why would I do that <laughs> E key 
Yeah, I th- a part of it as well is because like I'm left-handed, so I have the mouse on the left hand. But most games are set up for WSD, uh, and so even then, if I do want to play a a PC game, keyboard and mouse, and it change all the keys, and then it's just hmm. it's just not very comfortable. Controller, I think, is just the optimal way to play a game. Yeah, I mean, see when we play Call of Duty, and you get like obviously we play on Xbox and it's got that uh, crossplay lobby and you get the PC guys and you're like how did he just he just clicked on my head yeah that's right he just clicked on my head and I have to move these stupid thumbs around with these sticks clicked on fucking my head. crossplay I don't mind crossplay when it comes to PlayStation Xbox and Switch but like PC guys yeah it's a different keep it, kind of level yeah and Nelson here because Dom's getting bored so I need to move on to him so yeah, no, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just staring into you, space you can, you can move on to Dom I, I, I did watch Ant-Man unless there's anything else you can remember that I did <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else down here no but. so Dom what have you been up to um, watching some um, well finishing off Modern Family um, I've got one, I've got one more season to go oh my god um, and it's like I think Angie hadn't seen uh, Al Bundy's going to be dead by the time yeah, he gets done, mate. So which one of the kids are you most attracted to now? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. What about you, Hamish? Haley's obviously more attractive than... You had Alex, Alex Claire. You, were, Alex. Like, you, you wanted me to ask you that, but you were like, I've got a fucking answer for him. <laughs> uh, out of the kids, Haley's obviously hotter than Alex Winter's character. What's his name again? Fuck. Alex. Remember. Is it just Alex? Yeah. It's uh, Ariel Winter. Ariel Winter. That's uh, why I'm getting confused, yeah. Oh, I know a full name like that. <laughs> I don't know like again when the more I've watched this show the more that I realised that like Claire uh, the mum was like she's just insane yeah, she's just she's just great, insane Hamish was thinking you were going to say she's the hottest well she is we had this <laughs> conversation the <laughs> last time yeah, like, we did yeah. have this a couple of weeks ago for it but yeah it's a show that they you know they do remember their key moments or oh, they, they their characters they know their characters so well that if like you know um like Cam and Mitchell, like they will always have like their way. Like you know, Cam's way too more, uh, way over emotional. Where mm. Mitch very much like reserved and doesn't want you know. And they always have it. They always play it, but they always come back together at the end. Like oh no, that's why we love each other. And that feels can get a bit repetitive, but the way that they both work, it's like okay, yeah. they work so well together that you like. Nah, you don't get bored it's a of that. Show. I yeah. think one of the problems is though when you're binging a show, is you're seeing this all in a much shorter time frame than mm-hmm. they intended it to be viewed you know yeah. like 11 years pretty yeah, much aye, so yeah you need to take that into consideration it's like I've, I've never watched house but i've heard it's very formulaic you know yeah oh someone comes someone, in oh what the fuck's this and then he figures it out like no no so basically right. how it starts is you see start of the episode with the person having their the illness house comes in and sasses people they have the person that came in from the start they think it's just something that's common Lucas. it's not that it's lupus. Never lupus. lupus. House, house turns around and calls everyone assholes. Comes up with this crazy theory. Something else happens to the the person that's came in, like another disease partner. He's like, house goes, huh, it can't be that. Lupus is brought up again. <laughs> <laughs> then house somehow manages to figure it out. The person thanks him and he goes, well, I'm not God, but I really am. And then house gets sad. Do you know what's really, really weird? For ever, I didn't realise that house was like uh, just a Sherlock Holmes thing. Mm. I mm. had like in my head like I, someone said that or it was just solving a mystery in it, like. and I was like, House Holmes. Oh yeah, then you think he's like, been psychic. Penny dropped. Uh, yeah. like, it's very, like it's obvious now, but like I was like, wait, what? I think it was a 
like one of them top ten Sherlock Holmes yeah, like, rip-offs or whatever because yeah. remember yeah he's addicted to like you know painkillers and his best friend's met by Watson yeah his, his conscience own. like yeah. type thing it's just I was like ah fuck wait am I dumb <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> um, but yeah like last season of that and again with a good TV show you really you, you don't want to watch it all in the one time yeah you know and it's like I do feel like no one really talks about season 11. I mean, that's like, I, can, I didn't even know there was a season 11 until... Because um, Disney Plus only has a season 10. That's weird. Which is very strange. I don't know if Amazon still have the rights to it or whatever's going on there. It's, it's weird considering services, man. it's been finished for a wee while now. Yeah, yeah. It has been, it's been a good couple of years. Um, but yeah, it's that's that's a, that's a great TV show. I'm really yeah. glad I watched it. And again, there's some moments where you can see with like Gloria, like she's sort of like toned down the Colombian stuff mm. and I can understand why because maybe they're like oh this is making fun of Colombians and it's like well I, I didn't think it was in bad taste there's nothing really I, was I like, just oh. don't want to make a one note yeah that's true and uh, she's brilliant like, like I think there's not one bad <laughs> I say that there's not one bad actor that's on that but uh, Lily's character has become more like stone faced where she doesn't have any emotions so the adopted uh, girl yeah 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 if you have like hearts just like whatever and it's become very one noted yeah I mean and even at that I'm like yeah well she's just that's just her personality I guess that's it like they're going to go yeah they do, they do kind of make jokes of that and they you know it's not just like it's not awkward because the actress is playing that when she shouldn't you know yeah. that is basically just her character kind of thing but, but like, a lot of the a lot of the kid actors that they have there see like Joe like the young the youngest like Jay's boy yeah and then it's someone's uncle who's uncle I, the family dynamic's weird because he's married to his it's, second wife and I, it's like Claire's, like Claire's, Claire's brother or? Claire's brother half brother but uh, the kid's like uncle half uncle or yeah, something yeah. it's like that kind of like he's younger but he's your uncle so they they really work yeah. on that and they go just let's not complicate it it's like Alabama or something like that yeah. it's just weird family um, on hell again <laughs> <laughs> but Joe's brilliant the, the wee actor for him he's really good yeah. like see his deliveries and the way how quick he is I'm like ah, this guy's got it this guy's, this guy's going places not seeing him in anything else look as well like he was like a bit of a like, he's just like an idiot and yeah. then he suddenly like, like like sort of has this role where he's like okay now he's just doing this in the background and I'm like where the fuck where's Luke's the actor who plays like where, where is he because you'd think he'd be in like a comedic role like say like Seth Rogen or Paul Rudd or like that kind of yeah yeah he could do well in that but you've not seen him in anything else a lot of the characters you've like I've from this apart from it the kids haven't been in much else at all actually yeah really. it's very very bizarre like I was thinking I was like I've not seen many of the cast apart from I know what it is they've all got tons of cash I was going to say like syndication royalties and stuff like that yeah. must make a lot and I know like Ariel Winter for example not Alex Winter but Ariel Winter mm-hmm. um, but she's always had a quite a hard time like when they first started her mother came to set with her and told her like don't get too fat don't you can't be too ugly to be on oh. TV and stuff like that which is why she's had like bad issues with weight and fluctuation and stuff like that that's a so shame. I mean I would, it wouldn't surprise me if she wanted to just get out of show business at all and, yeah but I think yeah I think thank you you've got it nailing ahead like they've all probably got plenty of money like, yep if you're on one of them shows it's got like 11 seasons and it's replayable and it gets sold to Amazon or, it gets sold to, or it's owned by Disney it, like you're getting cash for yeah. they can probably just you know if they are the artistic actor type they can just do wee things that they actually find interesting because they mm-hmm. don't need to worry about they're all the Patterson style you do yeah. something fucking 
shite and big that you don't really like, like Twilight. Twilight, and then you just go off and be weird forever now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then he's just like, I'm Batman now, boy, as well. And you're like, how yeah. the fuck did this happen? Because, <laughs> like, forever he went for, like, like, the people are like teenage boys and stuff at the time. Oh, this fucking loser, he's playing the shite, va- he's ruined vampires. He's a sparkly vampire, yeah. And mm-hmm. then you're like, wait, have you seen him in this film? Oh, he's really fucking good. Like, this is weird. Why is he so good? It turns out. He needed money like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Get him some scratch, as they say. Yeah. He, I think he didn't like Twilight either. Oh, he like, hated it. Any of the interviews, you see him just like taking the piss out of it, going like, that's true. And I, I mean, it's a really dumb idea, but a lot of kids, young adult shit is dumb. But yeah. Yeah. It's went up to that. Um, what else have you been, else have been doing? Um, sorry, Hamish. I, I, I used your, like, your host. Sorry. <gasps> sorry, right. sorry, host. I'll allow it this Would you time, like to host? I'll allow it this time. <laughs> right. Don't worry about it, Hugh. Anyway, Dom, what else have you been doing? <laughs> um, I think I've talked about the last time, like Alan Partridge and stuff, sort of like for the comedic parts. So, there. really, nothing new. But no, no. Like, um, I've been watching a lot of uh, stand up stuff. Right. So, like uh, Bill Barr, Dave Chappelle. Uh, what else has I been watching? Dave Chappelle, that's a fun topic to talk about all the time now, isn't it? <laughs> well, old, old Dave Chappelle, should old I say. Da- Before Dave got, like, kind of cranky about everything. Oh, wait, Before old he was it. big. Oh, but <laughs> and, and, and his voice Hinch. completely changed. Yeah. It's all the roids, mate. Well, he does smoke, like, crazy as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Because smoking does that to your voice makes you more raspy. Um, but sexy. I've been playing as sexy as that you say. <laughs> that's a sexy voice. Played, played some Atomic Heart. Um, we know again, we've heard that. Come on, Dom. Come on. Come on. Fucking come hell. On. Come on. Come so on. You're so aggressive. Um, so I did start. He's, he's raging that the spotlight isn't on him for the moment. Right? Exactly. He's like, come on. Te- give me a pack. I'm attention. See, I need, I've got jokes, mate. I'm a clown. You are a clown. <laughs> so I already called myself a clown. You're a clown. <laughs> so um, I started um, playing Arkham Knight. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> was that? <laughs> the Go on, do it again. <laughs> That's just like a creaky bed, mate. <laughs> That's what it fucking sounds no, like, squeaky nose. No, they squeak, they don't creak. Yeah. I can't do that, Hamish. It's, sorry, Dom. <laughs> sorry, which one was which, yeah? I don't know. We're all a bunch of fucking clowns, I'm yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah, apologies, so, listeners. <laughs> so I uh, uh, started playing Arkham Knight um, on the Xbox Series X. Um, visually, that looks great. Um, it's good looking game. Problem is, it still has those issues with crashing. Really? Yeah, still has it. Like, Didn't they just update it? No, they only updated it for the upscaling, but that's it. They've not done anything else. I think when I was uh, streaming Metroid, Craig gave me a whole paragraph through of like, everything that was happening with like, Rocksteady. Fuck hell. And it was like, because it went to uh, the guys that did uh, Killer Instinct, that's the reason why it came out buggy and stuff. Um, but they were the good co- though, those guys. They were Polish, weren't they? They were a Polish developer. Yeah, so but not- I think they were like, they were put down like for too, like, they went too paid enough stuff. to do it oh, and too yeah. much to fix. Uh, it was quite rushed, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, anyway, so that's the reason why it's just never been fixed. So Rocksteady kind of passed the blame over to them. Um, but I played about, what, a couple of hours of it. Uh, and then Angie was like, oh, I'm just going to start playing a Matic, no problem. And ended up that she kind of took over and started playing it on her own in her own profile and was enjoying the story so I kind of like sat in the back seat watching uh, Angie play Arkham Knight because she'd never played the game at all hadn't been spoiled on anything which I was like oh that's going to be interesting the only thing she played up to I think she played up to Joker's review and uh, that was it so right. she got I was like oh thank god because if like you you know someone turned around and spoiled like oh the Joker shows up again well not really shows up yeah but yeah yeah but uh, Mark Hamill reprises his role again you'd be like 
you'd be pure mad, you'd be raging. But so, I was like, I still can't believe she didn't get spoiled like at all. She played Arkham Asylum. She's played all the Arkham games. Arkham City Origins as well. Aye, uh, she's played Arkham Arkham City's our favourite game. See, I'm going back to I, I got halfway through City and dropped it. I was on that cycle of playing games for a while and then dropping them at that time. Uh-huh. Have you not seen like I haven't played Origins or Night, right? Mm-hmm. But I know the story because I'm an old Batman. But like, do you not see the the kind of narrative is about now that like Origins is actually the most interesting one? It's got the most interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. But it was just the fact that it was a it's Montreal, wasn't it? It was a developer that didn't really know the engine that well, and they kind yeah. of tried to use the Arkham City engine, and then they never. They definitely should have upscaled that for fucking the Arkham Collection. They should have. It's, um, like, it's so dumb that we had an Arkham Collection where one of the games is stuck on the 360. Yeah. Like, Arkham... Um, Maybe she left to go to the toilet and now he's back. No, he's no, not. I didn't. No, he's I've been listening to this whole thing. I agree with Arkham, everything you said. <laughs> Arkham Origins, like, I played maybe about a couple of hours of that and it was before the patch. So, the, again, they, that suffered from issues where it kept crashing and deleting your game. So, I never, I never finished it, but... When I heard what happened in the story, I was like, "Really? I, I'm just sick. Of, I'm sick of the Joker." At that point, I was like, "I just he doesn't no, need to be I'm everywhere." Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was like I just had a really good time playing it. Uh, again, it does have its problems. Again, I can remember like the frustration that I had with that game, like just seeping through. So, for instance, the Batmobile, great concept. Don't want to be stuck in a tank for like a quarter of the game where yeah. you had to go about destroying the fucking militia yeah that like and it's still buggy still doesn't feel right and then when your Batmobile gets destroyed they give you a new one that you know which is crazy because like you do all the Riddler stuff and you're like, driving with your Batmobile you get a second one feels completely different <laughs> but I was like how is that even possible it's like oh it must be upgraded and we went and checked I was like no what this actually feels shitter they've actually purposely made your Batmobile shitter later on so they either make the mechanics harder for the shooting for the militia or that I'm like this is this is terrible Rocksteady have been living off a good vibes from Arkham Asylum and Arkham City for like going on 12 years now nearly Mm. they're good games but they are really good games but Arkham Knight came out and it was critically lauded for its because they're they're good games but like Mm. technically it was fucked I'm sure that that was the first game on Steam that offered auto refunds if you played under a certain amount of hours because so many people were angry with the way it came out. Yeah. Like how buggy, they still not fixed it. They refused to fix it. Even with the the city update, like the the collections and stuff, they still like now nah, we're not fixing it. Warner Bros just keep fucking up things that are good, don't they? Yeah, they, they fucked keep... up the Mordor games. Yeah, oh like, yeah, they're dead now because of their stupid boardroom fucking. Oh, well, they 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 patented um, the mechanics on that, like the the nemesis the system. Nemesis stuff, and then no one else can use that without them. So guess what? No one's going to use that system or, or make that system any better. Now I have a feeling. I think Hamish is probably going to get on it at some point. With what we saw for the Suicide Squad game mm. and Gotham Knights being pretty panned all around, they're probably going to kill the kind of Arkham franchise for a bit. I think. But I'm sorry, like, like I don't know. Like, I was so glad Angie finished Arkham Knight before we watched like the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League, because when they mentioned that it was set five years after Arkham Knight, and then uh, Batman showed up, I was like, uh, mm. uh, because again they kind of left it at the end of Arkham Knight. Ambiguous. Uh... Ambiguous. Like, is Bruce Wayne dead after the big reveal? Because I was like, I was very happy, like, you know. 
again, with the pacing of that story, that I think that's the story of Arkham Knight is brilliant. If you knew comic books, you've seen the Arkham Knight uh, reveal yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. a mile away, which is such a shame because Rocksteady kept coming and going, it's not who you think it is. It was. It's I mean, not who. It's not I mean, who you it's think. Been it for like eight years now. It's yeah, Jason no, Todd. Again, like, I've yeah, never yeah, played so. the game. And I know it's Jason Todd. Yeah, but everyone was like, "Oh, you're like it's not who you think it is. It's not who it is." And it was like, "Yeah, it's Red Hood." It was. It was Jason Todd. Apart from he got this cool big J on his face. I liked how they did a lot of references to like the killing joke and like Rocksteady are great of like having we nods uh, to everything like around the billboards things. and stuff. Like, yeah. and when you see that in a in a game or a movie or whatever, you. You get a wee bit of respect, and you think at least they have done a bit of research because they probably didn't know all this before. Yeah. But they care about it enough that they will include that kind of shit, you know. Yeah, and like what I'm worried about is that they killed a Superman game to make this Suicide Squad game because that was their next idea was to do a Superman game, and you could see the potential when that trailer. You're like, oh my god, can you imagine flying about Superman in that city? Metropolis yeah. and going like this is going to be a, this is so different from uh, Gotham this is going to be amazing to be like yeah I mean like I'm trying to remember what someone like someone did like a parody trailer of the Suicide Squad <laughs> it was like jump about as Harley with your big guns or King Shark with your big guns and it was just basically yeah. everyone down because they're all shooting <laughs> the guns and you're like oh my god they're right they're, Sharks they're- don't have like Posable fingers. How do shark fins? Right. Yeah, how's a shark supposed but, to shoot sure, sure, a sure. gun, mate? Like, it's, just, just, it's, it's not like, even a joke. It's a legitimate concern. I, ha- I have, like, I had this feeling that Hamish Captain would... Boomerang with his gun <laughs> on his on his boomerang. I had this feeling that Hamish should go and defend the game because the the part that that really really annoyed me was because like the generic look of the customization. Like, call me call me fucking old, right? I old. don't care. You're old, mate. <laughs> Thanks. I don't really give a fuck about customization a lot of the time. So you've said, yeah. Like, see all this stuff in college, yeah, like, like friend of the podcast, Ross, he'll be like, oh, I got this thing for my gun, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, like, I, I have fucking camels for my gun, but, like, I think that's I'm, not a part of the game I really care about. I mean, yeah. see, you if you I mean? play it, I think if you play it enough, like, Ross plays it a lot, so to have, like, a different uh, skin colour when you're playing the game is, like, it's more, keeps it more interesting, I guess. I and have it, or it's more limited. Like, like well, other, it's, it's different. I think that it gets to the point where if that's all that's left, and you enjoy the game, but you feel like you need to have some kind of goal, yeah, it's helpful to like, all right, okay, I'll go towards this, and that might lead you down a path of doing a game mode you didn't normally play. Yeah, you know, kind of similar to like achievements and stuff like that. I mean, really, at the end of the day, they mean nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just points. The Destiny and Fortniteification of every game now is. Depressing. And speaking of which, that's another game I've been playing was uh, Destiny 2. I thought you were going to say fucking Fortnite. Man, I saw the Destiny 2 trailer and it looked fucking badass. So, like, I downloaded Destiny 2. I'm a sucker for a trailer, man. (laughs) Destiny always has looked good. I beat Vanilla Destiny 2. Like, I did beat Vanilla Destiny 2 and then I kind of dropped off it because the guys I was playing with at work kind of dropped. Was it Destiny 2 that had Peter Dinklage as the wee robot? No, that's the first one. That was the first one. And Peter Dinklage is... uh, no, Peter Dinklage. I'm sure Peter Dinklage was uh, no, into it. Or did he was he in the first cancelled? one. Oh, that's no, it was the first one. They got he, kicked off. He got kicked off, right? Because he was not interested. I'm sure it it's been that long since he got Because uh, uh, <laughs> they made him with Noah North, like which yeah. is so strange. Because you hear it and you go, "That doesn't sound like Noah North." I'm like, "Why Noah North?" See, when he's not trying to do Nathan Drake, he sounds like everybody else. He's, he can have range rather than just sound like generic Noah North. Yeah, Vanilla Destiny Two was pretty good. I enjoyed it. 
but there's been like this is the thing with like these expansion pack games you're like oh do I go back and do I play from like that that story that's that's the struggle that I'm having with it as well because I finished Destiny 2 in 360 I think it was, was it 360 oh that's Destiny 1 mate was that PS2 was it when the Destiny 2 came out in the next gens it wasn't yeah. it like PS5 and Xbox no it was at PS4 Right, PS4. Okay, like, it must be twenty seventeen. It must have been PS4 then, like, because no, it must have been PS4 because Kev had uh, his PS4. So, uh, I enjoyed that, um, and then I've not touched it since. And this is me getting. Oh, do you know what? Let me just let me just see what it's like. First, uh, first thing, first first problem I had with it: a hundred gig download for the game. I was like, that's a lot. It's like four cool. games now, though. I was like, all right, okay, maybe that'll be great. And then what happened a couple of days ago? The expansion came out for it: hundred and twenty gig. Extra, extra. I was like two hundred and twenty gig. Of da- I need to take nearly a quarter of my Xbox One terabyte drive to play fucking Destiny. 2. Are you insane? And then I think, oh, we Activision did that with Call of Duty. Yeah, maybe I, you can uh, you can manage it. So like maybe, you can maybe take like, certain expansions out after a while. Maybe yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like like Call of Duty, you can choose. You know, yeah. like, just a multiplayer, just a campaign. I yeah. get rid of Warzone in mind. So <laughs> so playing the game like. You've realised. See, when I've been playing Destiny, when I've when I've been enjoying playing Destiny two, I'm like, man, Bungie, you you should have stuck around and made Halo. Like, it makes me sad because Destiny plays so well, it looks so good, it's free to play. Well, we kind of look at like what's happened with Infinite. I don't think we've ever we've not brought up Infinite probably in about six months. Infinite had a big update lately as well, and I've no bothered having a look at it. But like, if you look at what Destiny's gunplay is it's pretty much perfected Halo mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is always Halo's best part Halo's best part was it's, it's gunplay and it's like sci-fi setting Yeah. so when Bungie wanted away from Microsoft because they wanted to be their own thing I honestly wonder if they wanted to take Halo in that, that direction, that Destiny direction or or they were just like this is another idea outside of Halo yeah I really want to know what that thought process was. Also, they get fucked off Activision. Activision really fucked up Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because they made them cancel loads of it, and then they made them release it early, and then... It was buggy. They and were people... never meant to be, it was never meant to be a Destiny 2. No. It was only meant to be Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Which I think annoys them now, because they don't want a 2 on the end of it. So, do you know that you can't place some of the Destiny 2 expansions anymore? Yeah. They're gone. They removed it. Yeah. Do you know the worst part of Destiny for me? There was a part that stopped me continuing to play it. What was that, mate? You were bad at it. No, I was fine. It was the loop of just get a gun with a higher number. So, yeah. like, you were like, oh, I really like this gun. I like I like the, the way it feels and the way it shoots. But it's too hard. It's light level is like. 300 when I need a light level of 500 yeah, yeah. I, so you go on a raid to get a different get something gun. slightly better and then yeah rinse and repeat but I mean very, that's very much like uh, not League of Legends uh, uh, World of Warcraft very much like that you go to you get the best stuff you can raid with so you can go to newer stuff to raid more to get better new stuff yeah and it's then just, just not repeat. for me yeah. like yeah. I know uh, someone might look back and I uh, like an argument does the same thing but like it just kind of felt self-defeating after a while because yeah. I was like I'll get the higher gun and then I go do the slightly higher level or raid and then I get the slightly higher gun and then like like it was just constant and I was like oh there's other games there's other experiences to have I think but- the, the, the only way that that works is if there is more experiences to have but see if it's you know 
fighting the same boss at a higher difficulty, so you yeah, need a higher yeah. gun, and then the same boss at a higher difficulty, so you need a better gun. Like if it's there's actual progression where you need better guns and better stats to defeat a new boss and or yeah. a new no, place and totally stuff like that. Totally could be talking fair enough. No, mm. I mean, but I know I'm not. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that's the only thing that would make it feel worthwhile. But I suppose you do that in any progression of any game. Get better stuff to, to get to the new bits. To the know, new boss. So, yeah. So about it being bullet sponges as well. You just don't want to like. You want to have like engagement with the bosses and stuff and. Uh, I've not still not played it online yet, Destiny Two. Like I've just kind of been like offline, jumping about with like randos. I've not played it online with friends. Oh yeah, no, I was just saying like, can you play it offline? Um, and yeah, like having like I've not I've not played it since the update came through because I've just been working, uh, and I'm going to try maybe play it the weekend. But yeah, like it's it's crazy to have so much fun. Like the amount of fun that I've been having with games that are just free to play. It's been it's been crazy. I like Fortnite and Destiny being two big examples of that. Like just. Oh, I've not played these games in years. Let me jump back into it. They actually play like proper games now. This is so strange. Sorry, the start of this was me saying that games based themselves off of those two games. Like now, it's so strange. Like, yeah, that's why I was like, oh my god, he's because going to hate my next segue. If you wanted to have that experience, those two games do that almost perfectly. Hmm. If you want to have that weirdly high customizable like battle royale shooter that's super colourful, yeah. Fortnite's there. Oh no, you play Warframe. <laughs> Uh, Warframe's like Destiny in it ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then if you want to play a Destiny like MMO Destiny's also there but I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a choice but it's like all AAA games now even if they're fucking meant to be almost a single player adventure mm-hmm. they're like oh no how can we add a battle pass customization and reoccurring payments to this the, game the, the problem I have with that is that they don't they, they're too busy focusing on that aspect of it like how can we get more money from it I, or how can we make a battle pass a store that people can can make return currency from and they can keep coming back to rather than focus on a story and a game that's engaging for people wanting to have more content and wanting to come back for. Yeah. Because like the like we might be jumping ahead with like other bits there with like see Nintendo had their direct in that. They they had like a Pokemon sort of one that was there. And Scarlet and Violet have got their uh, new DLC coming out. And it's not out for eight months. And it's like so Never mind that you are releasing DLC for a game that, you know, has been out since November. You're delaying it, so everyone's having all these issues with the patches, but you're going to ask them to pre-order it so you can give them some clothes and stuff, like, stupid wee yeah. It's like, you should fix the issues right now that you know you have, and then talk about DLC later on for it, or release DLC properly when you've got a chance to. But by the time you release a game, like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine we played uh, Halo Infinite? And I can imagine. Oh, you can. Well, well done. <laughs> but <laughs> well, imagine like, the updates. Right now. The the updates were like four times as slow. That like you know we would have dropped off that game immediately. Dumb. The updates were, were already slow. slow. Yeah, they were already <laughs> slow. But could you imagine even slower than that? No, because that would you'd be like, what the fuck am I? Why am I wasting my time with this? People will drop off a of Scarlet and Violet so fast. Yeah. Because like you can give them as many event Pokemons and stuff like that, but people will be like, nah, I'm alright. I'm not waiting eight months. I'll just go on to the next game. What's coming out next? Oh, there's a uh, Breath of the Wild two. Yeah. Oh, there's the yeah. new. So there's all these other games that are going to take priority before November comes out as well. Yeah. And even November, even sorry. if you get people that think I'll just play this for a wee bit and then I'll go back to it, yeah. they're going to get swept up in the new game. And 
that was amazing that was a um, what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners at home like I've got a bottle of Lucas Aid Sport and for some reason the, the lid just exploded up I didn't even what touch that it wasn't even touching it, it. <laughs> what have you put in that Dom it's not even is, any, is it fizzy no no that's Lucas Aid Sport that's like that's got no no I'm Super shocked. What the fuck just happened? Oh man, I wish we'd recorded, like, video recorded our podcast. <laughs> I wonder if you could hear that noise on any of our mics. Oh, you can definitely, oh, definitely hear that. Hear that. We, that all was, we all looked and I looked thought, and go up and go down. I thought you maybe kicked the bottom of the table. No, or not, you, not I don't you can't see your hand out. I thought you might have squeezed it. It, it, it went with some force as well. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a miracle. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you were saying, like, uh, when you have that kind of... Um, yeah, people are going to lose interest even if they intend to keep interest you yeah. know what I mean because they dropped yeah. that so hard with Animal Crossing this is why I feel like it's a, another sort of like you have this potential of a game that can be this live service that you're claiming it's going to be but you don't put the effort in and yeah. you go why is everyone leaving I fucking shut it down and it's like it's not their fault they don't want to play a game that you're not constantly giving rewards for or decent <laughs> dailies or anything like that if you want to have a live service game you need to plan way in advance you can't release a live service game and then be like you know, a lot of these games, even Call of Duty now, the new season's only like 40 odd days, 50 days or something like that. But the mm. first one was a lot longer. Halo, as we were talking I about, Halo Infinite. Three, three, four months, yeah. the first one. Halo Infinite was ridiculous. Almost to the point where it felt like Halo Infinite has released only this one and they don't even have a clue what else they're going to include. They're having a lot of issues, man. Yeah. I think they're actually changing the whole game engine yeah. now. But uh, <laughs> what I mean is, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a live service game and you know a, any kind of battle pass or game pass, whatever, then you need to have that shit like months and months and right. seasons in advance. Like you need to plan it out. Up. So Apex was a good idea, a good point of that. Apex oh, Legends Apex. had that. Yeah, you, you can say you can say fuck them because rightly so because we're not getting the uh, Titanfall free. Um, and that's not really still makes me sad man yeah. Yeah. but Apex had an time, seven years from Titanfall 2 okay. Apex Apex did have a, a seven good, years we'll light a candle here right <laughs> <laughs> Apex had a good trajectory where they were like this is how we're going to go through season to season and their season's rotations were quite quick turnarounds because yeah. like uh, it'd be I think it's 40 days new character 40 days new character and so on and so on but they had all their characters like with the, all, even all their animated intros and stuff like that, all the ideas there, they had them all planned out. And you know, we don't play Apex. I don't play Apex like that much. Again, I download it to play it for a wee bit to see what it's like. Yeah, I think the last time I played Apex was with you and friend of the podcast, Ross. Yeah, like, when was that? Had, Years I, ago, you know. Yeah, I mean? and we had a good laugh at yeah, that. It. It and it has it has improved. Again, it's one of those ones that you play free to play game that you like. Do you know what? This still plays great. But you'll see all the other characters, all the other people that have bought their characters and I go run about and destroying you because you're like, oh, they guys are actually really good compared to the generic free characters that you have. Yeah. Where, um, but it's it's weird because you can't, you can't ask them to, well, you can ask a company, a big company like that to have like, they, they said roadmap, roadmap is their big one that they use for mm-hmm. it and everyone hates that because you know you're never going to get to that destination as much as they yeah. go, oh, here we go. And it's like, nah, have have a, a idea what you're going to do. This is going to be such like armchair wrestling booking right here. Yeah, yeah. Where you go, none, plan of, us out, yeah. Got, uh, none of us make games. We don't know how hard it is. Yeah. It's probably, I'm, I'm saying it's it's maybe medium hard. Yeah. Like it's, medium it, hard. Medium nah, rare. It's, it's not that, <laughs> it's like not when, that hard, but it's kind of hard. It's like you've had six Jack and Cokes and you're only pulling like a 
five out of ten. Medium hard. Yeah. Hey, Michelle, you're going to make this scale. You need to make this scale, mate. Like, you, need, you need to draw this scale out. You need, what I would say, for, like, you need to have two at least two years worth of development or ideas of where you're going to go, and that's, that's you solid. And yeah. then after the two years, you can understand where you're sitting and where your play base, what they want and what they don't like, yeah. what they need, what they don't want, how you can implement that. Two, two years sounds like a long time. But it's not really in a gaming aspect where it's like you're constantly have to update yeah. stuff like for it as well. So to have that support, maybe even add like an extra year for just like balances and have that there. So, but you need to make sure that the core foundation of the game is worth playing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. that's where again need content. Yeah, you need, need content that's not just as much as as look. much as it needs to be fun as well because even if. You don't want people to get to the end of the battle pass yeah. and then be like, I'm not playing it until another, oh, I've got 20 days left. You don't want them oh, to Halo stop playing Infinite. it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Halo but Infinite was really good. Sorry, can I do it now? Just, you also need to think about, like, some people might, because you can look ahead through the battle pass. I don't like this theme. How long do I need to wait until there's something that I'll be interested in? You don't want mm. it to be 80 days? Fuck that. I'll find something else. You want it to be, like, you know, 30 days or whatever. Yeah, uh, is this a sweet okay, spot? I'll, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll come back. So... I'm not, you know, it must be difficult to find the the perfect line to walk down, but yeah, well, some companies are just massively wrong. Yeah, Anthem, remember Anthem? Remember yeah. I was trying to get used to buy Anthem at a fiver? I was like, I would, have, I would have enjoyed it. Christmas I, decorations I, I, are probably still up. I did enjoy it. I mean, I thought the game played like shit at first. It, it, just, like, the problem is that it was uh Bioware that made it and they're not an MMO thing but anyway I want to just make a point that I don't think we need all these live services I don't think like at least like I don't think a game has been improved with a battle pass Mm. no it's it's a it's a technique and tool used to um, trigger the gambling not gambling part but like the 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 FOMO the the, the FOMO part you're missing out like I need to log in today and you know if I don't log in today and then tomorrow and get a few levels the next day then I'm not going to reach the end of this and then I'm going to be behind everyone else and it's like you're not behind everyone else you just don't have these things that you probably won't even put on in the first place anyway and Mm -hmm. yeah makes no actual difference to gameplay everyone well, everyone has a big claim, but like I think everyone's favorite Halo game is Halo Three, probably. I'd say that's the popular yeah, but I would say that yeah. general, general. And consensus. everyone's favorite Call of Duty games are like Modern Warfare Two yeah. for the three hundred and sixty. Those games don't have battle passes, yeah. or or large amounts of customization, or 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 like Halo. seasons. Yeah. I don't think Halo had seasons until what Halo Five, Four, Five, or yeah. Reach. Maybe, maybe like I'm mis- misremembering, but like. The reason we kept going back to it though is because you got like obviously the map packs came out, and I don't think they were like it wasn't like set out like every three months or every four months. No, it was just kind of when they were when they were when ready. They were ready yeah. right, but when you got them, there was so many of them. There was like what f- I'm going to make a number up here because I can't remember. But like say there was five. I thought there was five or six. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. So yeah. like when Halo, I thought you got- might make up a number like Jalebinty. <laughs> Chilemony pine. Chilemony. I had no idea what you were going to say though. You didn't make up five, mate. We've been using five for like years. Yeah, at least five years. I can't even argue argue that point. Like I've been logically backed into a corner. But my point is, like, I don't think we should be accepting battle passes. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't think we have a choice. (laughs) No, but like, it's a it's a trend. There's things that happened in this industry. Like uh, talking, like we're in the industry, but like. 
that in this industry that fans and gamers have kind of rallied against and they've got rid of it. Uh, online season passes in the sense that if you buy a game second hand, remember that shit? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That still isn't some of the games I've got for the Vita and I'm like, nah, fuck you guys, I'm going to hack this. Um, <laughs> the on-disc DLC, mm. which Capcom, yeah. Capcom, man. Things like the Battlefront 2, that was quickly redone. Uh, uh, Shadows of Mordor, Shadow of War. Even. Shadow of War, yeah. Like, if there's enough. If there's bad enough PR, backlash, yeah, then. I have a feeling it's Suicide Squad's going to get done. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly Sonic, good change. Yeah. I think there was enough backlash, but a lot of people are just like, I, I'm going to sound old again, but the newer generation, younger people are now used to this. It's not their fault. They, they were brought up with it. So they're used to this idea of this is how games are. But are, are sold. But see, like, and where I work, we've got like a games corner where you get like to play the Xbox or PlayStation, and the it, sometimes if people are coming in to buy phones, they'll bring in their kids and that, and we we'll go there. There's the Xbox and stuff. Kids will be like, like they know really that they shouldn't be buying V bucks or anything like that because they know like you know I think if you're teaching kids like this isn't really worth keeping. Yeah, you know a lot of them at times like. I I played Fortnite and I I know exactly what like you know the mentality and it's quite it's preying on a lot of younger generations that like you know your fear of missing out of like if I don't get this costume then everyone's going to laugh at me mm. which is so bizarre because it doesn't change the fact that you, you're shooting the same way yeah. and you're destroying the same way for it as well but with Fortnite I feel like they don't get away with it the content that they add like they change like every like 30 days they'll add in something they had anime month where no, that's a machine Go- that game that just consistently yeah. adds content yeah, like to they the had point Goku- where too much yeah there's like you have the Goku's Kamehameha you've got Deku's like punch and stuff Smash, you've got cross bites egg motorbikes and stuff like um, different abilities where you can so that's like in the space of time that I've said when I was like guys I've just downloaded Fortnite to like right now the game's changed so much yeah, yeah and that's like and that was at no additional cost, no season pass, no battle pass that way. But if you wanted to, yeah, yeah you can go and buy it and you can have that. But it's more if you want to check. I think it's more for people that want to have the progression checked. They're like, oh, this is how much I got this so I could get this character or this special guest. It doesn't really change the foundation of the game. I mean, there's a lot to it. Like Some people feel like they need some kind of progression to feel like it's worthwhile doing. True. You know, yeah. if, if they just go on and then even if they win five straight matches so I was like oh well what have I got to show for it nothing like you know I know I know I'm just thinking that you still have nothing to show for it you still have nothing yeah. to show for it but they feel like they have tangible evidence to show like you know I am higher than you I've won more games than you I've got further than the battle pass yeah, ch- check and, me with my gold gun or yeah. gold costume or but to, to go back to your original point sort of Hugh um, when you were saying like we let them get away with it I think that part of the problem is some games maybe even Fortnite they do it so well that it needs to be accepted in some games mm-hmm. so you know if it was hated by absolutely everyone then there would be more of an uproar and they would stop it but the companies that shouldn't do it who do it like Suicide Squad looks like it's going to be they yeah. are looking at oh well Fortnite does it everyone loves that yeah. so we can get away with it Fortnite's free though. Yeah, that's my big thing. But you know, the, there's not. It, it's divided who people who likes 
what? season passes and who doesn't. And I don't think anybody of. comes out and says I like season passes. I honestly think season passes are something we put up with. Yeah, but, like, I don't think it's a, a mechanic that people are. Like, what more I mean is there's, there's not enough people against it. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, like uh, I think the time of um, people remembering a time before season passes and online paid things is gone now. Yeah, like yeah. I think. Uh, can you remember? Well, can you remember the days, guys, when we used to put an Xbox game or a PlayStation game into a console and it just worked, rather than here's a patch DLC. Here's a download. Download the game that's not on the disc. I think that was going to happen if, when games got more complex. Anyway, when it came more like PCs, when you're basically buying consoles that are basically shorter PCs, yeah, they're, isn't they're it? just yeah. PCs with, with less steps. Yeah. To be fair, the alternative to that is never make better games that can fit on a Blu-ray or whatever. I don't mind if a season, uh, a season, uh, a day one patch and stuff like that. If they release a version of the game with it. Or like a physical, a physical version of the game with everything on it, like a like a game of the year edition type thing, because hmm. then you've got the opportunity to buy that and keep it forever. Because we all know that this like digital games are not you don't buy it, you're renting the license or you're buying the license and you don't even own the license, you're renting the license. Type yeah. thing. But is that not technically the same of you, a physical copy? Not really, because you you own the license then, because the license is the game. I don't think you do. No, you do. You own the license. I don't think you do, though. Like, no, because it's different. Because there's a different terms and conditions for buying on an online store. And there even is buying even a shop. now, yeah. Well, even now, like, see, here's the complication now because they're releasing games with patches and with stuff patches like that, yeah. and that. So, say when you bought Halo Three, like, mm. we'll go back to that fucking gen. Ah, I remember Halo Three. Uh, I don't even know. I, they made three of them. <laughs> like, I don't even know if that had a patch. It probably did. Mm. Um, if I played that now off the disc I bet you I could still get 99% yeah, happiness game, of it yeah, yeah. Uh, but if they take Halo 3 uh, god damn it uh, off the store and mm. stuff like that like it's impossible to like uh, replay that if you've just bought it digitally yeah, yeah. Like, if you're Xbox 360 Red Rings yeah no I get, I get that yeah yeah Anyway, we've, we've talked about it. It was better when we were younger, is what I'm saying. Yeah. We know this is an old man, angry podcast, right? We get it. Anything else you've done, Tom? Because we're, we're taking a long time here. Oh, so is that? I'm, I'm I'll apart apart from that, man. Fuck all, yeah. man. You would have said it, wouldn't <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite gets away with it because it's free. And it, and it's got a track record of actually continuing. Yeah. That, that was nothing I wanted to say because... Uh, before Hamish talks about his week, is that why? Say, you say he's his week will be like two weeks, mate. Two weeks. Zubix. You were there, mate. You were there for like um, we had that night out for my friend Sinead's birthday. Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we had that, and then you know that was just a night out. That that's not the story. But <laughs> stayed over at hers. Uh, we watched Aladdin the next day, like the live action Aladdin. She had very much the same thoughts on it as we did. Nowhere near as good as the original. Back in that was like was that back in twenty twenty? Remember when we talked about that? Like Yeah, it was, it was kind of shitty. Yeah. That yeah, that was was that was that pre COVID? I think it must have been. I think yeah. it was. Because we've got to define a lifeline. Wow, yeah, yeah. Remember that it was pre pre the heady days of pre COVID, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, we oh. also we watched Cruella. Much happier with that. She, that was a that was a good that. Good that film. was good. Have seen, seen it? Yeah. Seen it? You've still not seen it? No. Oh, I, I, I have we watched it. Honestly, mm. oh, so have we watched like me and Andrew watched it like a probably over a year ago now? But it's it's great. Disney are just like firing at stuff. I can't keep up with, it. Mm. and I don't want to keep up with it to be honest. Like old man, old man. <laughs> There's old man so much media. Yeah, it takes two. Have you tried it? Takes two. Yes. 
No. Yes, have you not played that? No, I went to, I was going to play with one of yours. Who else was I going to No, hold on, hold on. That's not what you said. You said, like, uh, I was going to play it with Ross, but uh, mm. I might play it with you, Hugh, um, you, Hamish. You remember such weird things. Is that, were you annoyed at that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we played like, the other why one, Why the fuck we? would you play it with him instead of me? We played The Way Out, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Hamish fucking killed my guy. Well, uh, that won. I won at the end, so. That's, that's it. I mean, I, he's I making think, him the victor. I, I, I think uh, I, I pressed the wrong button or something at one point. You no, got, no, no. There was a wee bit of health taking half me, and he. he ah, fuck him. No, fuck I, you, Hamish. I just beat him because I'm the better gamer. That's literally what it was. Better gamer. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but, uh, that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, play, I played a bit of uh, It Takes Two. Because um, again, I think it's on Game Pass now as well. So if you see if you do want to play it with somebody, I'll text Ross. Somebody play, I mean, you played it. <laughs> you fucking what? That was funny. Why Come you, on, that why was do, good. Why don't you play it with your Sinead? <laughs> Uh, I should. Uh, she's mate, she's fell out of the gaming sphere. She was uh, talking about playing Angie um, Crash Team Racing, though. Mm. Uh, I could. She's just not interested, mate. She's mm. she's not interested in something playing a game, and it's one of them games that like she, she's got mechanics. She's probably kind of hard to try to figure out. It's probably yeah, best one of you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would when I was playing, it, I was definitely thinking, you know, this would make a good wee stream or something like that. It's quite fun. It's mm. it looks nice. It's simple enough, but there's also wee competitive bits and stuff like that. It's it's a good laugh. Um, it's just funny, like I am I'm obviously like pro gamer, you know. <laughs> You're the better obviously. gamer, obviously. Yeah. I'm obviously the better gamer. Like I mean, compared to my friend Sinead, yeah. She does play games and stuff like that, but she was like now and again apologizing, like, I'm i I'm sorry, sorry I'm taking ages, but I was up the next day, I was drinking, so I wasn't caring. I was like, You take your time, like I've I've got a drink here, so it's all good. But it was really enjoyable, it was lighthearted, kinda Adventure. Even the the dialogue is quite funny and stuff like that. Yeah, it's. Worth oh, I a play go. It. I've heard it's really good, yeah. and I heard it's a really good co-op game. Like it's built around that. Kind of Aye, it's, it's, it, I think it needs. Does it not need to be played co-op? It needs to be played co-op. Yeah, I think even if you go online, you have to get you someone have to, to search it. someone. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! I have to make friends. Yeah. Fun uh, that shit. Also played. You guys know Vampire Masquerade. Yeah, yeah. So. There's like we visual novel games. Mm-hmm. A couple of them, Coteries of New York, played through that. Um, visual novel, that's like books in a game, Hugh. Oh, no, I've never played any of those, Hamish. I've never done that with the Phoenix the Japanese so. don't love that shit. No. Uh, Bang and romper, mate. It's good, though. Um, there's actually like loads to it. Like loads of different endings and loads of things that you can fuck up, loads of quest lines and stuff like that. I bet you fucked up loads of it. No, I didn't because I looked up Gade. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's the better gamer. <laughs> See, he's got it. No, well, I mean, I, I started playing it and then I was like, I'm curious about these achievements. And then, then I got a guide because you need to play through it a few times. Different endings, different. There's three different characters you can choose from, blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. Most important part thing, uh, part thing about part it. Thing. Most important part thing about it is there's a. Basically, you get four choices of allies you can have like kind of two at a time that like, come and help you at the end mm-hmm. um and they're different like vampire breeds as a different breeds kind yeah kind of different powers and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh and then there's one that you go to and she's in like an internet cafe and you go in the back and she's in like a chat room and stuff like that 
and then and she's like blonde covered in tattoos and then it turns out all the people in chat room are all her different personalities I, I pretty much fell in love so yeah. <laughs> 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 crazy like, hot yeah I was like this is this is my type absolutely um, there's a wee expansion off of it which I'm playing through just now it's, it's a bit more limited but same kind of idea choices and stuff like that but you only get like one character to choose from and that kind of thing but mm-hmm. I love how you'll play this visual novel game I'll suggest a visual novel game but it's made in Japan or set in Japan you'll be like weep shit weep mm. you should play Danganronpa are you like that? I, think I have looked game. at that a few times and then I've been like nah you don't play things to spite me sometimes <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you don't like do anything just to annoy me sometimes like you, you don't answer my questions you don't fucking do what, anything right? what questions do you ask lots mate <laughs> well that's maybe why right I, I can't keep up with them so let's think right um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting <laughs> <laughs> I'm hosting internally right let's think come on brain well we go oh here's what we'll do we've got a new wee uh, a new wee Scottish Shit. word of the week Ooh. section, which was very kindly suggested by Hughes' fiance, fiance not girlfriend, fiance, yeah, fiance yeah. Sinead. Um, Mostly because we use words sometimes, and I don't th- knowing how international we are now, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in Portugal. That's I heard we- that Frolider listens to us, and he's like, Frolider. Frolider. Fucking hell, guys. Frolider. Don't cut that bit out. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm trying to talk, and I'm feeling like a wee bit drunk. How, he, how many, at least I'm not saying Frolider. How many, <laughs> many cons you had? Is there a, is there a gas leak? <laughs> Um, I've sparked my fifth can. Fifth Low can? Fifth can of yeah. Stella Arthur. Low yeah. Raider. So, um, US sponsorship. Sponsorship. So, as a Frolider would say, <laughs> Glakit is our Scottish word of the week. Glakit? Glakit. Now, do either of you know Glakit? No. Uh, it's kind of like a stupid look in it. Aye, just looking stupid, basically. Aye. Oh. You've never heard Glakit Glakit? No, no. I usually you've get called ugly, You've got it on your face looking. right now. That's not, that's not true. Stop pointing at me. A, it's, it's a glicid sensor. <laughs> it's when, <laughs> when you two talk about weeb shit and I'm just kind of like, what? Or, yeah, or it's when, kind of like a, yeah, a, is, a huh face. So, glicid, you know, just glicid. <laughs> Where's well, uh, the Scottish good. dictionary, Hamish? Well, an adjective used to describe a stupid, foolish, and thoughtless person or action. So, okay, just like you say, like, uh, he's oh, standing there pure glicid. Pure glicid. Um, apparently it comes from the Scots word glakes, which means like tricks or pranks. Oh, yeah. Even I'm learning. Like, I there you go. Yeah, stuff. I, say, I thought, you know, like, can I just say the word? Yeah. Yeah. Got to use that definition. Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Shut up, you glake it bastard. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that one's like, ah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting, you know, roughing out. <laughs> right, Hamish, what's, what's the next bit of the podcast, old hostmasters general? General Master. I feel like we're going to have to go to, since we're, you know, very graciously given a beautiful segment from your fiancé, Sinead, we're going to go to the question that she asked, and that was, uh, what films are we looking forward to this year? This year being mm. 2023, I'm going to date us. Right. This year's actually going to be quite good for films. There, is some, there are some quite uh, good ones. Like, have you have you got a number one, or are you just going to just gonna throw shit at the wall? And- number one for me is Spider-Verse sequel. That is a that is a big verse. one. So that is that this year? Yep, that's this year. Um, across the Spider Verse, 
So it's part one. I think they are doing part one and two because again they've not mentioned this one that's coming out as part one, but I'm sure that they said it was uh, across the Spider Verse part one and part two, twenty twenty four. I was looking forward to Shazam, but obviously with everything that's been going on with DC, I'm a bit, I'm a bit hesitant on going and seeing it because I don't know if it's going to be part of the Gun Gunverse. Hope it would be because I really do. I really did like Shazam when it first came I don't out. I think it is. Is it? I, I think, think it, it totally depends on the, the how it does, how this film does. Sorry. So, so if this film comes out and it's shit and it doesn't make any money, I think they're just going to go quietly go. But did he not? not the did he not come out on Instagram and say all these are all the? I don't think films. He, he mentioned the Flash. Yeah, as part. Uh, of that's it. that's going to be part of it. But that's I don't think he mentioned Shazam. I think no. that's. I think that, again, maybe Hughes right. It's going to be a case of like we we'll see how it does. Because I, I don't think the I, I don't think he's, he's a big fan of like uh, the, the first one was good, but it didn't it was good because it didn't feel like a DC film. That's why I liked it. Didn't feel yeah. like a DC film. To be fair, I'm not. This isn't. A, I'm not really looking forward to Shazam. I'll go see it and stuff like that. But I'm not. I'm not like attached to that character. No, that's because he's too busy looking forward to seeing Barbie. Mate. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Barbie's Barbie's up there. That's on my list. Yeah, I can't believe I'm looking okay. going like that. Margot Robbie is like, what's what yeah, going on? Well, that's it. That's Margot Robbie. That's why. That's why, <laughs> that's why right there. John Wick uh, Chapter Four's out this month as yeah. well, just mm-hmm. after Sam. I'm looking forward to that. Like this, this universe keeps getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, mm. it's, I know it's going to be just silly action, and it, the way that the films have been going, it's going to be more suspending your disbelief. Yeah. Speaking about suspending your disbelief, what about Fast Ten? <laughs> that, well, that's I cannot suspend that. Did, did you, could you <laughs> see? That it? You, so when I watched the trailer, like all the wee homages coming up, like all well, the homages, like the the bad guy in this movie is uh, Jason Momoa. It's him in it, and it's like he. He's like I was there the whole time, and it cuts to all the older footage, uh-huh. and it's him standing CG. Then I'm like, uh, are they fucking serious? Are they cringy. going down this road? That's like the kind of shit that people do as a parody. Yeah. They're trying to get people to take this shit seriously. Like an MTV movie awards parody. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be this is going to be shit, isn't it? I can't wait. <laughs> but It's bizarre, isn't it? The, the guy that was in detail. Was like, <laughs> Superman was, video? I was, I was in, in the, the back. back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just, like, jumped into my head. That's exactly just, what it is. I ate my own video and he's just him looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Lose yourself video? I was in the back. <laughs> um, it's Guardians 3. The the last of the the guns. Guardians three um, also on my list. Yeah. I yeah. can't believe we missed the two actual gaming films. Oh, Mario Brothers. Mario well. Brothers yeah, yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe we're not looking forward to them. Yeah. Do, you Mario, know, I, do you know what? I'm looking forward to Mario because I've seen the Super Bowl trailer and it made me so happy to see it. Yes. Which was just because they they parodied the old cartoon like um, the, back in the nineties mm. where they had like, a wee rap song and stuff and it's them doing just an advert for the plumbing service. And it, oh, it's great. Yeah, the the early Mario stuff's amazing, but like I saw the trailer that actually had Charlie Day talking <sighs> in it as well, and like he, it's a bit it's a bit distracting, right? Because I can hear Charlie, yeah. I can hear Jack Black. I can hear you know whatever Chris uh, Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. I would have rather they had Charles Martinet do the voice. Oh, I'd rather be- they had the, the, the voice actor do the voice. Yeah. I know it's the elimination thing where they bring in this stellar all-star acting cast, but, but like there's guys that do voice acting. I was just about to say, does that not annoy you where they, they only bring in big names to do voice acting because they're big names, not yeah. because they're good voice actors? Like, And it's a bit shit as well. It's like when actors do their own stunts. It's like, well, the stuntman whose you know, job, job 
is literally to do that and you're depriving them of a job just yeah. because yeah Tom Cruise you, yeah you, you've got like you, you feel like you need to be a tough guy and be like oh I do all my own stunts the only reason I'm looking forward to this film is because Seth Rogen DK Peach that, no, I see that trailer where like if uh, Mario tries to fight Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong pins him down and beats him up and I was like that's what would happen yeah yeah. Oh wait, there's the other bit with him like when he's cat Mario, so then they all just laugh and he's like, Now you die <laughs> I was like, Damn Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's they it looked fun that bit. Uh I can I totally imagine this being really shitty though. Oh yeah. I don't know, like this has been how many years in the making? I think it's been eight years they've been trying to make this. Nintendo are very, very like they're keeping their eyes on this. I don't know if it's more that the whoever they're getting over and to do the dub in Japan like they need to make sure this script is great because they've opened up the Mario world in yeah, the American now. It's so weird. So if this movie doesn't do well, they're going to be like, "Oh shit, we shouldn't have done that." I don't think. I think this movie will be passable at least. I yeah, don't know, I think then, it'll be. It'll be. It'll be despicable me level. It'll, yeah, it'll be fine at the box office. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be good. I don't, think, I don't think anyone's going to be expecting it to be good. So yeah, I don't, like I don't think anyone's movie. going to be disappointed. Yeah. Because it's, it's it's when the Zelda movie. film gets cast and it's like <laughs> excuse me princess it's like, it's like Timothy Chalamet is, is uh, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like is that just because he's like the new young actor or as Zelda oh that's funny uh, aye, so Dungeons and Dragons is that, have you seen the trailer for that that actually looks that looks fun yeah that I, looks... Saw, I saw the trailer when I went to see Ant-Man and that's I was surprised hmm Chris Pine is actually quite a funny actor. I'm hoping it's not super, super cheesy. Yeah. Like, because it had that kind of cheese to it. Yeah, it could have been. Dungeons and Dragons are cheesy. Have you seen the clip where it's the. They reanimate a corpse and they yeah, can ask five him questions. five questions yeah. or whatever? Yeah. That, that is the one bit that gave me hope. I was like, you know what? That's actually funny. Silly funny, but not too silly, where I'm like rolling the eyes in my back of my head. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. Guardians three is it this year as well, Guardians and this 3. is the end of the Guardians. Mm. Which Just like I said, yeah. Someone's dying. Who, Sorry, did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The bets on who's dying. Who's dying? In, uh... Batista. I think he's going get that uh, Drax. So I was busy. Yeah. Rocket maybe. Uh, I think yeah, Rocket might go. I think I mean Batista as Drax. He doesn't want to come back as Drax, so that would be a good sacrificial moment. I think it's gonna a lot of it's gonna be about Rocket and. Okay, what happened to him beforehand? Yep. So maybe, maybe he he'll sacrifices die. himself. Yeah, something There's like that. a part of the trailer where like Chris Pratt is like screaming yeah. like someone's dead. He gets what? carried out. He gets carried mm-hmm. out as well. Uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. So he. Yeah. But I think that's a red herring. Of yeah. That looks like he's dying or whatever. I but. think him and this this version of Gomorrah is going to go off and live a happy ever after. Maybe. And they don't so. look happy. Well, like it's a trailer, Hamish. I know, but then they fall, fall all back in love again. Like he he, he likes Hamish. Hamish doesn't want to put in the work. That's a problem. I don't know what's going to happen with Groot. He is Groot. I mean, he is Groot. He'll become like an ambassador or something like that for. Uh, and the other ones that no one cares about. Nebula. No, no, everyone cares about Nebula. <laughs> oh my god, who, who that part of this trailer? Mantis. Mantis. Aye. Mantis yeah. <laughs> the the one other so person who cares about Mantis. Who cares? She's so ugly. Uh, that bit of the trailer where uh, Chris Pratt and Nebula and they're like, "Um, oh, you don't love me, you love somebody else." And then maybe you love her. And he can't look, he's, no, yeah, they yeah, can't it look sounds, sounds more like her. <laughs> and he's just kind of staring at her. It's like, 
stop looking at me like that. I was like, I never noticed how black your eyes are. <laughs> my, my father replaced these as, you know, as punishment. He chose a really beautiful set. <laughs> Something like that. Spider, like, I've got a list of films. I actually made this list a week ago. Spider-Verse, The Flash, Mad Max, a new Mad Max, new Indiana Jones. Can we just, talk about The Flash quickly? You're just reading out Film, can we, can films we, are coming out this year. No, this is the is ones I've wrote down that I want to see this have you Have you seen the trailer for The Flash? No. It right. went by too quickly. Uh, I've seen I've seen all the best bits of the trailer on Twitter. Right, okay, so... <laughs> so, Michael... It's not Adrian Miller, is it? Yeah, it's Adrian Miller. Yeah, he's still there. They paid too much money for this film. Remember they made a Batgirl film and then just didn't release it? Yeah. <laughs> I heard they were bringing back um, Grant Gustin from, like, the TV show. Really? That's, what, that's what I heard, but okay. obviously not in this film if it's going to be yeah. Ezra Miller. So, um, so uh, Batflick is in this mm. and dressed up as the old school Batman. It looks like with the blue uh, cape and the and it's so funny because they, they go down they go down um, George Square oh, and that yeah. is out into the left hand side. Like everyone's raging, it's like I can't believe they took away the Greg sign. That's like a staple of Glasgow. There's something on it going, it's gone. Um, Michael gone. Keaton back as Batman as well god we, we cannot let the past die can we, we just like? can't and I'm just like uh, but it, I'm, uh, the story of it looks great as well Zod is returned oh really I'm like wait what the fuck's going on Michael and, Shannon's in this film uh, and now Supergirl Supergirl as well if they look first it's like a, a different Supergirl isn't it it's mm. not uh, it's not like Power Girl yeah. it's uh, she's got dark hair Different uh, yeah, it's not, it's not like Melissa Benoist or I think we mm-hmm. talked about this before. Yeah, there was a controversy about, about how everyone like she's she like different. She's like woke super girl, and I was like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, and yeah, so there's a lot of good movies coming out this year. There is a lot. Right, while, while we're on the DC thing, um, Robert Pattinson's going to be in Penguin. Robert Pattinson is he actually? Uh, apparently, yeah. Uh, oh. They call him Farrell film. Film. It's TV a series. series. Is that a TV mm. show? Yeah. Oh, nice. I like Colin Farrell. Yeah. He deserves good things. He was great. But he was great in the Batman. He I played just feel a really like, good you know, like, yeah, that's a lot of prosthetics and makeup to go through for a TV show, you know what I mean? Like, mm. But, but again, like, with DC stuff, like, with their TV shows, I mean, like, um, you guys were on board for, like, Peacemaker, like, right away, and it took me a while to... It's fucking awesome show. Yeah, and, like, it took me a while going, do you know what, this could be good. And, again, I just, I kind of was happy when James Gunn was like, yeah, I'm going to take control of this. I'm like, please give us more of it. Peacemaker mm-hmm. stuff because you've you fucking knocked out the part for that. Yeah. The, the two films that aren't comic book films for me this year that I want to see are Oppenheimer, the new Nolan film, and not a comic book, it's a book, Dune Part Two. Oh, right. Dune! Oh, he's doing it! Oh my god, gotta watch that. I'll tell you what, there's there's one comic book one you've not mentioned, and one non comic book one yeah. I thought you would mention Aquaman, mm-hmm. Craven. Oh, ah, Craven's not on yeah. my list, that's why. Big, uh, well, I know, that's why I'm telling you. And uh, Creed 3. Jonathan Majors. Do you know what I had? That, oh that's because it was before those. I think that's this week, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, I, I watched the trailer for that, and the only thing that bothers me about this one was they cut Rocky. They cut cut Sylvester Stallone out. Mm. You know, that's show business and stuff. But like, why they cut Rocky? Out? They cut him out. They cut Creed now, not Rocky. But they completely cut Stallone out of, uh, the whole business. Yeah, but which kind of shitty because the only reason this exists is because of him. That's true. At least, like, have him around. <laughs> he goes, hey, yo. But I'm looking forward to it because uh, as we're going to talk about with Ant Man, Jonathan Majors was fucking excellent. Exceptional uh, actor, absolutely. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's great. Michael B. Jordan. We're talking Another about phenomenal two actor. of the greatest villains in Marvel. Ah, oh, man. 
Yeah, he's great. Great as Killmonger. Killmonger, he's fucking great as Killmonger. Looking forward to it, aye, because I like the Creed films. They've got that different vibe, different energy. Aye, really good. every boxing movie, like Rocky onwards, I've seen the cinema. Rocky uh, Balboa onwards, I've seen the cinema. Yeah. And I'm, I really want to see this one, because again, I can remember like sitting there watching Balboa going, can't believe Rock. can't believe I'm sitting in the cinema watching a Rocky movie. I never thought it ever happened. And then he came back for Creed 1 and 2. So it's a bit of a shame that I he's... I thought 20 years old, though. I don't know. Well, it's it? quite tough seeing the, you know, later on Rocky films in the cinema because you can't turn the fucking subtitles on when Sylvester Stallone's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, His right. voice just gets deeper now. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, oh wait, I was fucking Razor Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, hey yo. So I think it's time to talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. What? Tra- no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Sorry for the spoilers, anyone listening. We're going to talk Ant Man and the Wasp. All spoilers. Sorry, Dom, Dom. Do you give a fuck, Dom? Spoil- I don't give a fuck. Spoiler City, bitches. Ant Man dies. No, I I got like I seen a picture of Modok and I was like, fuck this. Who the fuck thought of this? I no. If you're going to have someone like this in it, keep a mask on him. And I seen what the mask looked like. I went, oh, okay, that looks alright. And I was like, do you know what? Nah, I'm done. Do you know what it reminded me of straight away? Uh, the games master. Games master. Games oh master. That's what I thought it was. Do you remember? <clears throat> was it Patrick Stewart? Dominic. Dominic Diamond. It was. Uh, he's a, a astrologist. Uh, has the monocle on. He was a British. He, um, not Patrick Stewart. Fucking hell. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, basically, no wonder I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. So you're it was, the, throwing the wrong names at me. So, sorry. Like he used to do like. Uh, uh, all the the stars and stuff like what, that. Was this a movie? A no, TV no, show, a, no, no. He was a broadcaster. He used to do like uh, science shows and why, stuff. Why did that remind you of him? Because like Games Master was a TV show based on video games back in like the nineties, and he was like his head was like super blown up. Oh, the one where like people put on a headset and like or a bl- no, no, his head, his his face was just blown up into like a giant screen. All oh, right, okay. He was. Uh, what was his name? Um, I am sir. Is sir some he did, he did get knighted uh, before Mate, it's he passed. So dumb because like I said, Patrick Stewart. I think it. Is I, know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I said Patrick Stewart, but it's definitely so Patrick Moore. Massive Patrick Moore. Yeah, that's not because he away. like he did that Sky at Night uh, TV show on BBC for like fucking years. It was the reason I kind of get into like uh, astrophysics. Uh, yeah, see so, yeah, again, that's like he was he was great. He had such a good like delivery and stuff like that as well. He always wore a monocle, so that's what you always remember. He knew but. nothing about games though. Right. Mm. He would always tell you do like stupid jokes and yes. stuff like that. Modok, the, the effect Modoc. for Modok was pretty. Shit. The effect, how do you mean? His face. I can tell it was Corey Stoll. It didn't look, you not? It looks exactly no, fucking it like him. Not, of course it, it does. Nothing like him. It, of course it does. It, honestly, it did not. I don't think it looked like him. Also, uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Modoc is like a. He's a different character in the comics, but they've done the MCU thing where they combine them. And I don't know if you remember. That's is that Yellow Jacket? Yeah, yeah. That was. As soon as I'm like, wait, what? So that was him. So basically, like he. Ant Man throws the wee pin disc things at him and he crushes. Yeah, down he crushes in, in yeah. the first movie. Yeah. yeah, so that's how they've kind of brought him back. But no. it's, it's it's a different character in the in the comics, but that doesn't matter. But yeah, so that was weird in the first place. But how could you not tell? It? It's the same fucking face. I couldn't couldn't tell it was his face. Uh, I think the new actress they got to play his daughter. I think she was pretty Cassie, bad. Yeah, I think she's a bad actress. In Catherine general. Winnick. Yeah, she just, she's always got the same expression, and she had the worst line in the film that to to Modoc, oh, just don't be a dick, and I'm like, ah, uh, that's trash. Um, don't be a I dick. mean, she's a kid. She's not. 
She's like 23 in this film. Yeah, that's a kid, mate. I'm old. Listen, kid. Because I have to keep thinking, like, right, so... The, Everton and the MCU is now five years ahead because of Endgame. Yeah. But Paul Rudd's still, you know, lovable and adorable. And uh, Evangeline Lilly wasn't in it that much. She, nah. she, she didn't get to actually say many things. She was in it as, like, a side character. Mm-hmm. She did a few cool things, but like there was no like interactions with anyone. No, ca- like the big problem for me with this film, there was no real characters. Yeah. See, I like the fact that first Ant Man was Ant Man, then there was Ant Man the Wasp, and then Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania, and I'm like, oh, that's good that they're including the Wasp, Evangeline Lilly's character. Yeah. You know, it should be them, but like you say, she wasn't really in it. Fair enough. She kind of saved the day at the end. Yeah. Or, or ruined the day at the end of you depending on you know well, how you look at it well uh, you'll see when you see we'll it, find you'll out know. in the future you know but yeah she didn't get enough screen time or or any kind of speaking I don't think she she kind of spoke to Paul Rudd's like what three times in the entire film yeah it was it was a bit disappointing that. F- the the one guy that got more time was uh, Michael Douglas is Hank mm-hmm. Pym He's just fantastic. He's a good actor. A very good actor. Uh, he, and I think he doesn't get fucked in this. He's just he just loves playing this guy like that ants. likes ants. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I love ants. And then uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, and her character's dumb. Wait, how how is she how is she dumb? It's not so much that she's dumb, but basically, like, there's you know, you find out a lot of bad shits happened, and then it's only when they're in the shit, it's like, oh, by the way, um, loads of bad shit happened. I should have told you. She could have sorted this out. At yeah. the beginning of the film, yeah, but because uh, she was like, "No, oh, I'll tell you," and later sort of thing, and you're like, "Fucking, just tell us now." Uh, it's, it's a very common trope for like movies and TV shows and stuff like that. It's like, see if there was just clear communication. Yes, there would not even be a film. Like, <laughs> we like, there you go, Ant Man credits. Do you care yeah. about spoilers? No, no, we well, right. already said about spoilers. So they create like a. Like a thing that can map the quantum verse that his hmm. daughter does. No idea how she does that. No, like scientists kind of figure that shit out. Some girl. Comic science, mate. Uh, uh, so the, the quantum verse where Michelle Pfeiffer was in and they rescued yeah, her yeah. from. The second, the second so you, movie, think, yeah. yeah. So you, you knew she was already there and stuff like that. They find out a way to map it and. Kang then she, yeah, she's like, oh no, wait, no, no, don't do that. But then it kind of fucks up and they all get sucked into it. And then, not even then. They wait until they get like found by locals. Oh, and um, by the way, yeah, um, I know people here. I've just thought of something. Go on. How did all like know how the whole thing about going to the quantum verse was? You needed the suit to shrink because it, it, you, you protect had to. You. Yeah, it would protect you. Like most of them went through without a suit, like Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer, and it's because they're not they're not technically in the quantum verse, which is how they also explain how it looks different. They're in a something else a mini universe see that wasn't a word explained for very well no, that's why they can breathe oxygen and stuff because I kept thinking right okay we're in we're in a super shrunk down world like honey I shrunk the kids yeah. no but like then I was like why is there different races mm. uh, or species that races species of people and uh, like it just it was just not very like well thought of it much like that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying. I was trying. I was trying to say it in a much more articulate way. I could. I know, I understand, yeah. uh, they get trapped in the quantum verse, and they find out that uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer's character 
Met Kang. I think they're in like I think what they call it is Subatomica. So it's like a different kind of bit, mm. and that's. So they met. Weird. It's so, comic book movie logic of like, oh, we didn't think of this ahead of time. So yes. is this a Kang, a Kang, or the Kang? Well, that, well, have you seen Loki? Yes. You've not seen. Have you still? Who, not who, seen Loki? I know what happens though. Right. Okay. So there's yeah, basically it's all about multiverses and yeah, yeah. different timelines. Like. Yeah. This is this is Kang where he basically says like he's the one that kind of realizes. I'm the only one that can stop all the other Kangs. Okay. Um, so he Alpha Kang. Oh, he Big Boy Kang. Big, big Dick Kang. Big yeah. Kang. Big, big Kick Wang Dang. <laughs> like, this guy, like, Jonathan Majors is brilliant because, like, Kang is this guy who is just supremely confident and intelligent. Yeah. And, like, he got Big Dick Energy in this man. He is oh, just yeah. like. I'm the boss. Yeah. Like there's no there's no chance you can beat me. He's from a place in like, you know all the technology that he has is like you know, thousands and thousands of years ahead, so he's you know, he can wipe the floor with anyone basically. Mm-hmm. But the main qualm that I have with this film is they beat him. <laughs> it was the ants that beat it's right, not, okay, so all right, okay. So when they get shrunk down and sucked into the world, mm. Michael Douglas's or Hank Pym's super ant colony that he was developing gets sucked in with him. But because of the weird time dilation thing, they build like a society and yeah. like a whole thing. They're in a different timeline. Yeah. So when they are when they're all down there, the ants have already been there for a long, long time, and they've built a, a society. Society like a high like they're hyper intelligent because they've. They had the PIM technology and they built on that and stuff yeah. like that. So they're very uh, clever ants. I'll essentially summarise the rest of the story, right? So Kang goes to uh, Scott, Paul Rudd's character, and goes, I need you to go to the centre of my uh, drive. Basically the power core for his mm. space machine. Because Michelle Pfeiffer's character, when she fi- she touched something and figured out what Kang was, like it showed her all the visions of him like destroying universes she fucking jump bounce she went crazy it. and he was like oh, you're a monster you kill loads of people like try to destroy his core by putting loads of like pim discs in it and it like went super massive yeah it went huge so it kind of broke up so so he had to go to the center of it and shrink it back down mm-hmm. and kang used his daughter as like leverage all right okay so when kang just was like yeah i'm not following that deal give me my stuff and i'll, I'll just kill you sort of thing uh, there's like there's like natives of this land indigenous of this land I'll get to the political part soon right and uh, there's a part and he just remembers they can go giant at some point didn't he Ant-Man uh, and he goes to well to be fair in the previous ones when he does that he gets lightheaded. so yeah. I think that's why he avoids doing it so that's why and when you see that's Cassie yeah, he's you, like see Cassie some going big, you see you see his daughter going big and then she ends up kind of fainting and stuff like that so yeah, I don't it, think it's like oh shit it's, I just remembered how I can do that but I think he avoids doing it yeah it's because of the chloral intake it takes to actually move in yeah. energy yeah. kinetic energy so he comes to Kang's city as a giant man mm. and like starts shouting that's like kind of cool part of the film but and then and then like that that's all happening Um his daughter fights Modok. Mm. Kang's like uh, trying to use his core to get to uh, out of this quantum verse to go to like Earth and yeah, different timelines. 
to stop that, there's like a spinning disc thing, right, that Kang's using. Ant-Man's trying to stop it. He stops it, like, by kicking it. <laughs> Essentially, kicks the way you it. said that it was just like that's so silly. So you read like, that in the script. But this thing, like, like, Kang knows, it? Kang knows everything, and he has everything, and he's stopped by a big guy kicking <laughs> it by a really, really big guy kicking it really hard. Yeah, essentially, I, that's it's not so much it, that he knows everything. He just he, he knows that there's other timelines of him and stuff like that. So if this one doesn't win, then. Obviously, he will eventually win with the numbers game. It's like, like do, you, do you know what the, the problem? Like the the film is political in a way that right, the many can beat the one powerful. Mm-hmm. So if you are one ant, you're the small guy. That's the whole point of the fuck. Uh, I mean, we've talked around this for ages, but the start of the film starts with him talking about his book. He's Ant Man's wrote a book, oh, and, okay. uh, and then but his daughter's like a political activist, and she's okay. out trying to help people, and she gets jailed. She goes to jail, and he gets her out of jail. And she's saying to him, like, oh, at least I'm out there trying to help people and you're not doing it and you get these powers sort of thing. And he's like, oh, I saved the world. And she's like, oh, you fucking tell me that all the time, type thing. Yeah. And um, the kind of gist of this film is, like, you know, you're small and uh, you don't have a lot of power on your own. Put together. Put together, we can defeat, like, this thing it seems impossible to defeat. Which you know, in this world that we're living in, you know, you know, needs a message needs to go out. And like Scott or Ant Man represents people who can change it, but things are all right for them, mm-hmm. so they want help or they want to change it, but things have got better for them, sort of thing. Like people who are like now disillusioned with like change or revolution or whatever. Yeah. And then they need someone else to like kind of prove to them that no, you still need to or you still can. Yeah, do because it. again, with Scott's character, obviously he went from. You know, a thief to like against America, and that's where uh, Captain America to being like a hero of the Avengers. So yeah. yeah, maybe like to have that case of like, no, I've worked this hard, and like you're going down that path of like trouble that I went down for. I says, and it's not really worth it. But you know, she's right in the case of like, yeah, yeah you, you've, you've got, got this power that you could help. You should be helping. And you know. it fucking hammers home at the end, right? Because Kang is this he's got all the resources he's got all the power he's got all the knowledge he is Jeff Bezos you know what I mean he's fucking he's you know that's sort of what they're saying like he's that's rich he's, coming from fucking Disney slash Marvel yeah no it's that kind of like uh, let the films do your activism for yeah. you so you feel good coming out oh I agree with that but you do nothing about it sort of deal uh, so the ants it's not Ant-Man that beats Kang it's the it's ants the, the smart that's why ants. I said it's a very Bugs Life message. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I love that Disney's ha- has several communist films, like or like socialist or people getting together films to defeat the 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 thing that seems impossible to defeat if you just get together and do it together. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you you your an ant is like the weakest thing. Uh, They're an, strong a, as fuck, mate. And like its size compared to us. Yeah. Like one ant, fucking. You could fuck an ant up, Hamish. Even you could. Yeah, but not if it was, <laughs> not if it was my size. No, but I imagine there was hundreds of ants. They'd eat you. There is hundreds of ants, mate. I know. I think it's maybe thousands of ants. Imagine, actually, like imagine a over. whole ant colony just crawled on you. Yeah. Just biting at your nipples. Jump terrible. With- they can't all get my nipples, mate. <laughs> several, several of them can. Oh no, several thousand ants are on my nips. That it was kind of a hammy attempt at that kind of. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but I was trying to explain the whole like um, the the, yeah. the kind of concept of the film. It's, it, I get, I, like, I get that right. But see, like 
putting the politics aside. See, what annoys me is they beat Kang. Kang's meant to be ushered in as this new... Unstoppable The force. next Thanos, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, I was thinking that big, when you said they got the beat. The big guy, right? And obviously there's different variations of them, different variants and stuff like that. Yeah. And you see in the, the post credit scene the more powerful versions of them and stuff like that. The reason I was saying earlier on was like, oh, maybe he's, he's fucked it is because basically Kang is saying, like, I'm the one that can stop them. Yeah. But then they... Stop him. Maybe. <laughs> they maybe fuck him up. Like, you don't really see him die in, you know, comic book lore. If you don't... Get sucked don't, into something. Uh, if you don't see him die, maybe they're not dead. And But even, like, he tells Scott Lang, he tells Ant-Man, something bad's coming. I'm the only one that can stop it. And then they stop him. And you see him back in his own life and he's like oh, maybe maybe I fucked up kind of thing but regardless of that like Kang in general even, like people the general public are going to struggle to differentiate between variants because most people are fucking stupid they won't get it completely yeah right? and even if they do there's always going to be that wee voice in the back of the head where like Ant-Man who Is kind, kind of a mid mid-Avenger level yeah. beat him so I know it was the ants Hugh don't get in your communist no, no, but again. That, even then I think it's worse then because yeah. it's not even a character you can go oh it was or someone he's actually pretty powerful he's powerful whatever, yeah. it was it was it was something that you would consider an insect yeah. but that's the thing the ants never even did anything special uh, they just over they just and swarmed them yeah like we should like, like ants do the swarm of government is that what you're going to uh, say Hugh shh no but oh, sorry I just feel like it's I mean we obviously don't know what's going to happen with the next film. It's something we're going to talk about yeah. on our weekly podcast because we're weekly now. Um, Look at us, man. Professional. I'm so proud of us. But <laughs> Who I don't that know. Is? That's a Paul Rudd reference. <laughs> Who the fuck? Look at it. Look at us. <laughs> Who the fuck? Not me. <laughs> Damn, mate. I was like, listen, Jai, you're like, this is never going to work. <laughs> I'll obviously, like. Enough uh, of the pessimism here, right? The, I'm, I'm just worried that they're. They've. They've booked them weak. Injured, yeah, they've injured the idea of. Him being a, a threat, Thanos level threat. You know if I mean? Kang can't physic like Kang can physically beat up Ant Man, but it looked like a back and forth fight. Yeah, because at you, the end of the day, Kang is just a human with loads of really good technology. But when all that technology was fucked, he was gonna back and forth. And you try to compare him to the man who threw hands with a Hulk, which also means Ant Man could, you know, fight Killmonger. Like in Creed Three, Jonathan Majors is fighting. Oh wait, you know MMA man. We're getting, we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, and also, like Thanos, for example. Obviously, we saw wee glimpses of him, but then when you properly saw him, he like killed a bunch of Asgardians, snapped Loki's neck, punched fuck it Hulk, like ducking and weaving and <laughs> everything. <laughs> like, do you know the thing was with Hulk? It was, a, it was a, more a, of a show, not tell. Yeah, uh, he scared Hulk away. That's, that's, how, that's how bad Hulk didn't was. want to come back he was like nah <laughs> no. you do it I'm green he's purple yeah. let's just leave it at that they no more Hulk out, man, straight away they were like, they were like oh, we <laughs> chopped him out we need to sh- like, it's, it's nah, like, it's it's like, how can we show how, how big a threat Thanos actually is you know what I mean but, because the other films were oh we're struggling a bit we're struggling a bit the Hulk's here the Hulk will sort this out yeah. then he, does, he comes in he, he smashes he smashes and he tried to smash 
and fucking he, and he got him, smashed. He hit him with the fucking the two piece. Yeah, yeah, the duck and the, the jab, jab. <laughs> yeah, mate, I was just watching that technique at the time. I was like, he's fucking ducked under that punch, and hit him with the right hook. Then ducked under again, hit him with the uppercut. Yeah, like that's some real. It was clean, man. It was clean. You've been watching the Muhammad Ali videos. Mike Tyson getting in there. That was obviously deliberate, though, to show like there's a skill gap here. There's a skill gap. There's a the yeah. There's power, Thanos, there's power and Thanos rage is, and then it's, it's like, like Thanos is smart he's not just brute strength or sending armies he's like you know but he can actually he's capable and stuff like that anyway let's not sorry we let's got not, excited let's, not, let's not ride Thanos' dick right because I do it enough like, <laughs> let Ant-Man go up his ass and bit. fucking explode <laughs> up in the what if scenario <laughs> the infinity dick the infinity dick but yeah I don't know like I think but I, overall like I felt like Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was an Ant-Man level film which would normally be fine but when it's meant to usher in the next phase it was lacking mm. yeah that's what I felt coming out. also the film was I'm going to go to the technical bits of the film though, like how it was filmed and stuff right this was an ugly film mm. uh, the lighting was shit it was really fucking dark the only cool costume was Kang's yeah um, they they filmed it on that Mandalorian set, you know the one with the screens. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen it's the a blue screen. No, no, it's not a blue screen. It's like a set with like huge scre- like like screens. I can't remember what the technology is called, but like um, like big green screens. No, not green screens. They're like screens that um, show the environment. It's there's a the word there's a technology for it, and if you looked up on YouTube how the Mandalorian's made, it's like a set. And they can just display whatever they want. So on they put like a wallpaper on it. Almost, aye. And it just looked bad. Yeah. And they just looked out of place. Everyone just looked, and every shot is kind of like the same level, in the middle, and and like everyone's in a certain part of the frame. It was just boring. It was mm. a boring film. The te- there was mm. no like cool like oh that's a cool scene, because you remember the first Ant Man film, there was the when he shrunk down scenes were really fucking cool. Yeah, it would, it would zoom in and stuff like that. You kind of see. It, they yeah. changed the sound to make it like echoey and like uh, it was kind of like a. And also when he when he got big and he was going along the street towards the pier and stuff like that. And mm. they tried different things to give you a, a different experience. Yeah, this was a cookie cutter, um, very bland film. Mm. I mean, it had funny parts. Bill Murray's bit was a bit weird. Bill Murray's in this film, by the way. Oh, shit. I don't think he was that impressive. He played Bill Murray? Yeah. Which is what Bill Murray does now. And also just kind of didn't really add all that much to it. Like, oh, you know, he used to be your friend, but now he betrays you. Like, I know. Uh, shocker. Uh, like, you can kind of see that coming, but... Ah, uh, that was a kind of shitty Star Wars bar, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Again, mate, there's no... They're resting on a lot of laurels. Here. Yeah. Like, they're resting on the, the you'll know this, or you'll, you, you've seen the other films. There was nothing visually appealing about this film. Mm. They tried, there was a few cool B ideas, there was nothing visually appealing. It was pulled through, the film was actually, like, only entertaining because of Paul Rudd um, and Jonathan yeah. Majors. Paul Rudd is likeable, Jonathan Majors just magnetic kind of actor he is a great villain he's got this kind of like confidence yeah like it's like an unshakable like he knows Aye, he, you, you could you could say anything to him even if you even if you told him I know how to counter your plan you just 
know that he would be like, well, I've got a counter to your plan. Yeah. To counter my plan. And, like, you, you can't really phase him, you know, like... That's and the kind of, the kind of thing that kind of frustrated me as well. Is I've read a bit of Kang and he's not a guy who flies off the handle. Mm. He's a very calculated. Uh, he's, he's a calculated general. Also, yeah. I never saw any sword of Damocles in this. It was really, I thought nah. I thought that they were going to do that where like his ship kind of came up and it was the big sword and I was like oh but no they fucking blanded yeah. it up with a bland attempt to a bland 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 Hamish. Yeah, it's a wee bit disappointing. I mean. I, not to go back and compare Thanos again but the first time you saw him it was just a wee glimpse and maybe they should have tried to build up Kang a bit more yeah but we've seen him now we've seen a wee bit of him in Loki well you might see him if you ever I've watch seen a, it I've seen, the last, like, I've seen the scenes with him in it and obviously you would have seen at the end did you stay for the after credits yeah, 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 so yeah. Uh, you, yeah. I, see, I stayed for both after credits scene mm. what was the second one again the second one was Loki and uh, yeah, it was Loki. Aye, aye. Yeah. That's why it's like Schneid, we, we need to watch the Loki show now because you'll kind of get that reference. Yeah. The thing that I could, I think we could have probably wrote a better end than this one. Ant Man should have died. And yeah. Kang should have killed him, but in a way that, like, it's the usual Marvel ending where like the good guy is going to get it, like no, like Endgame, uh, like Endgame or Infinity War, mm. and then like Kang's just like no. You can't beat me. And even, kills him. Even and then, just like when, you know, it seems like Ant-Man's making a sacrifice, the portal closes, but he's keeping Kang out of there. Yeah. Just let him die then. Yeah. Didn't and, need to get Wasp back in to, you know, do it all again. And, well, she came back, looked like, you know, she was coming to help, and then they opened the portal anyway. So it's like, okay, so that didn't make any difference. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it was just... Did you think it was poorly written? They were just too worried about, bad, bad too worried about a happy ending. Maybe they've obviously got plans for Ant-Man, but it would have been perfect time to kill off Ant-Man. Maybe even the Wasp. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got Cassie, you get stature now, you know what I mean? So she's the she's got the Pym particles. She can do that whole side of things. But you've still got Hank Pym yeah. as well. And you've still got Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Uh, she's Janet, isn't she? Janet Van Dyne, yeah. I, I couldn't remember if uh, fucking... It's hope in it. It's hope that I, I, I was getting confused because I always think of Janet as the wasp, but um, hi, it just wasn't a, a great ending. You made the guy look like like if he came up against he they were trying to say he beat Thor in another film, and if he came came up against Thor and got beat hand to hand off Ant Man, you're going mm, yeah mm, sure. <laughs> if you really want to properly introduce a new villain, like. For a whole phase, just let him fucking destroy everybody. Decimate <laughs> for a while. Because I mean, I felt like that was the only way you could you could make him look more than Thanos. Is yeah. like he just started fast. Yeah, I've killed Ant Man. Yeah, you know, no one would have gave a fuck. <laughs> like poor Paul Rudd, but That's it's thing, I mean, true. But yeah, but he would have had his third film. Yeah, you know, it's not like I mean, would you really be that? excited if you find out oh Ant-Man's in the next film like nah because I've seen Ant-Man so who's in the Avengers now? well it depends how you kind of look at it it's, it's more like Falcon and there's oh, like you mean sp- Captain America? Blacked in America um, <laughs> who else? Like, I mean it, uh, it depends how you look at it really Like you've got there's even talk of bringing like, back fucking Iron Man as uh, Jarvis yeah. type no Bucky but get, Bucky, uh, Bucky will be in it as um, Winter Soldier Bucky, Bucky will be in it there's there was still um, like they went to Ironheart 
Ironheart from Black Panther 2. Maybe thingy for Black Panther 2 as well. Namor, maybe? I don't know, did Namor die? No, he, no he, that was going to... I think that's going to be another thing. But anyway, but that's another... That's it's another. confusing because there's no... There's no set on who's going to be a heroes now, if you know what I mean. Because we yeah. knew Captain America, Thor and Iron Man were going to be the three main heroes with Hulk. And then you've got like... Hulk Black, bringing Black up Black Widow and Hawkeye is, is, you know, backing up the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Thor's seems to be going towards like all father Thor. Mm-hmm. Like, see when he can bestow the power of Thor and he's all the kids and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. He's kind of basically going towards, like, Odin Force. Thor. I don't think Chris Hemsworth wants to come back, though, yeah. does he? No, he did say at the end of the F4 Love and Thunder he was coming back for. I think he would. But I think he said, I don't really want to do this again. I know, but I think he he, he probably wouldn't have said that before he was contracted to do it. So he's, that, he's probably got that wad of cash at least one game. other film to do because I don't think they would just leave it like that. Yeah. And obviously Owen Wilson and wow. uh, Tom Hiddleston's coming back. Yeah, yeah. They, is that a Loki season two? You There's going to be a yeah, that's another, out this year. Yeah, another Loki season two. Uh, Moon Knight, is he an Avenger now? No, no. He's not an Avenger. No. no. Dark Avenger. Miss Marvel? Or... Miss Marvel, she's an in, well, any See, young, young what, Avenger. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It really depends how they want to do it because right? you know it's, they got choices. They got the, the semantics with all these different teams and stuff like that. But it's, oh, it's not going to be Shang Chi as well. Shang Chi again and yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, he's like he might go Heroes for Hire with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yeah, because Colleen Wing and stuff like that. So it it just depends how they want to do it. But that that could be a long ass conversation. So um, is a long ass conversation. It is a long ass conversation. <laughs> so we're we're gonna wrap up with the other wee uh, segment that I wanted that you aren't gonna like. I know. You, uh, you're gonna have to go along with it because I'm the host, right? Unless the podcast ends now. Which, no, no, no. Bye everyone. No, no. <laughs> so bye everyone. I hope as you had fun been, last As we've been talking about Ant Man. <clears throat> sorry. As we've been talking about Ant Man, I'm gonna ask you a question about Ant Man, and. The closest person wins. The loser has to do a forfeit. Okay. And the forfeit, since you two both like Japan, is I need to hear your best girl uwu voice. <laughs> do you think that embarrasses me? I've done much. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't, cries into his anime pillow. Oh, he does all the time. In the event of a tie, in the event of a tie, I've yeah. got another two, so it'll be best two at three. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. I'm definitely going to clip it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So. Do you just want to write it down? Are you okay with telling each other or like saying it out loud? Yeah, say it out loud. Okay. Right, yeah, okay. Okay. So, Ant Man's first appearance in Marvel Comics, what year? 1981. 1963. It was 1962. Oh! Well nice done, Hugh. Well done. Oh, very nice. It's the 60s, mate. Spike Lee. Spike Lee? Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> God, that, is, that, is that racist? Spike Lee? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's funny. <laughs> well, I don't know, I think we need to give that to you because that was pretty damn close. Yeah. My my follow up question is just for just yeah. for fun. Just for fun. Uh, Wasp. When do you think her debut was? Sixty four. Oh no! Do you know what? No, I'm going to say I'm going to say seventy four. Sorry, seventy four. Sixty three. The year later, Kang. Sixty two. You think he debuted the Before. same year as that man? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 86 also 63 
Is it actually? Oh, technically, it was like Ram and Tuck that you see at the end. Like, oh, because right, yeah. I think I've only read. He, he was in Fantastic Four, not Ant Man, but yeah, oh, same right, character. Have you seen the gift of uh, Kang running away with lemonade from a lemonade stand? It's him on that old comic book saying, "I need this to rehydrate." And the young girl was like, "Give me that. That's five cents." <laughs> it's really bad. I don't know. That's why almost how they portrayed him in this film. Yeah, it's a I think that's from like a. As an old, as an old comic one. Yeah, but there was like a series of it. It was like kind of specifically kids ones mm-hmm. because there was. I'm sure there was one that was like. Either like Green Goblin or something like, that, like or Doctor Octavius. He steals. He steals like donuts or something like that, <laughs> and someone's like, he, he stole forty donuts. That's as many as four tens. So, like, <laughs> that's trying to educate people like something like that. That's funny. That's four tens. <laughs> that's four tens. So we're gonna need to hear a, your best, my best female, your best, female your voice. Best uwu. 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 Bang on, man! See, I told you there would be a present for the people at the end. So well, well done to anyone. Hey, shame by that. That's Do you know the only reason I thought sixties uh, is that <laughs> obviously Spike Lee. Uh, I think the Avengers was the sixties, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the classic yeah. Avengers where yeah. they all had like the refaces at the top left hand corner. Yeah. And, and Iron Man was still like bulky Iron Man. Yeah. And mm. four was just like big cheese all like, hey, you winged helmet. <laughs> You're mm. a winged helmet. <laughs> hey, me show me your best woo- ubu. Yeah. No, I'm good. I didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> lose uh, quiz. Is that is this the thing we've got to do now? Like <sighs> embarrassing. I mean, that's it? that's my thing. If you guys want to do it every time, then uh, I'm just happy to embarrass one of you each week. But you know. Anyway, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone for listening. Thank you for your questions, Sinead. Thank you for your ideas of the segments. They yeah, were f- they were fun. Any last words, Tom? No, I'm not going to kill you, written, but you know. Yeah, as well, it's like <laughs> for uh, the ap- apologies to everyone with the uwu there. If um, you know, you if, you, oh, if you had to get turned on there, you know, uh, an ice cold bath or shower. Well, that generally puts it down or you just imagine Hugh's well, face well, no, I was going to say go on Dom's Instagram <laughs> well I was going to say I'll, get, I'll clip it so you can just repeat it until you're you know finished you're finished <laughs> you've, con- you've concluded <laughs> the, way, the way you said finished there has so many connotations <laughs> leaving it up finished. to the, the listener right? you know Use it. that's up for you to decide again dear listener uh, check out the Instagram to talk to us yep. tell us what you like or don't like because we're seeing these numbers go up all the time yeah but we don't know if they're hate listening hate listening why would they hate listening like like I've hate listened to a few podcasts man mm. if you want to as well catch more content obviously on Instagram we do uh, streaming on Twitch as we well. all Twitch, stream on Twitch, Twitch all, every, me, every single one of us me Hamish and sometimes Dom me here on all the time every man. day Twitch.tv slash patches and gaming. I'm still currently playing through Metroid Dread. By the way, fun game. Uh, I'll give my did full. You, we didn't even spoke about Metroid Dread. I'll give my full analysis once I've completed it. I do think I'm near the end of it though. But it's only eight hours long. Yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, for, um, a, for a good game player, you know, good game player, the, the good what, video the, gamer, the better gamer. The be- yeah, for, for, better, for, better, for, for, for a, you forgot your reference for, for, for a gamer best gamer. Don't worry, Spike Leo here will tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my brain's not working because I can't actually think his real name. Stan? Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. <laughs> I was my like, brain was going, Spike, Spike, you've obviously just got his first name right there. And I was like, <laughs> wait a wrong? minute. Oh, mate, I forgot to even add this in, right? Last funny oh, story. Come on, right. I, it's funny because Sinead uh, 
will listen to this mm. and I told her I was going to do this right Okay. and if you want to maybe clip this and put it back to Ant-Man at the end of Ant-Man uh-huh. she said oh Stanley wasn't that one oh no ah <laughs> oh, man I was like Sinead Stanley died like four years ago and she was like oh I know I know <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard that apparently you know at the end of Endgame when you see old man Steve Rogers that was apparently going to be Stanley. Oh. No, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's been good. That's Bye, everyone. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think I will. Excelsior. <laughs> I can hey, imagine that. Say bye, Hugh. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. That's, that was dumb. That was dumb. You bye, everyone. Thank you all for listening. That's a goodbye from Hamish. I know it's a goodbye from me. I'm about to say it's a goodbye from me. It's People a goodbye, it's a goodbye from Hamish. Shut the fuck up. Everyone's, everyone's waiting on my last word. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs>